good defense. Lead pass. Oh, stop it! Stop it! Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen, boys and girls, 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 we are back. We are live in the flesh, in the studio, here again. Rain, sleet, snow, we are here. That's it. In the snow, we have skidded, skied, and done done it all. But we're here. We're here. Yeah. Welcome to another episode of Take It to the Rim podcast with myself usually rods but myself jules mm-hmm. um mr lakers himself i'm joined by mr clipper um extraordinaire we want them to keep losing <laughs> but they keep getting it done Kawhi's back cam the boys are back yes thank how you how are you much. how are you i'm good man i'm just trying to stay warm you know it's, it's, it's I mean, cold it's, out here it's in impossible isn't it like, yeah yeah NBA ain't helping either, you know, the stress and whatnot. But, you know, the Clippers are are playing better. We're not the Lakers. How did that? That was a that, stray. That was unnecessary. I, that was, I wasn't even expecting that, that stray, but I just got hit. That 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 was unnecessary. No, I'm just, I'm happy to be here, man. We're like were, friendly fire. Pop, pop, pop. Yeah, we, we, we went away for a bit, but now we're back, innit? And what, how you how you finding your boys that are, are back? Paul George and Kawhi returned. Bro, I said on the last time we recorded, it's a big deal that they weren't playing. I'm happy to see that they weren't out for too long. Um, there's still more I need to see from them. They both had a had a really good game um, against the Celtics. Where I'm not gonna lie, I feel like it was a battle of the two way wings, and we won that one, didn't it? So I was happy to see that against a potential MVP. And really, I'd say Jalen Brown's an All NBA player this year, anyway. Um, but no, I was I was happy with my guys, man. I was very very happy with my guys. We we put on a show. We came to play, and I'm starting to see, you know, Kawhi get back to his his rhythm, hitting game winners against against Charlotte. He's he's icing games as well, man. He's big. he's obviously he's still on a, he's still on a minutes restriction, only just about touching thirty minutes a game now. But um, no, man, I'm 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 happier than than I was. Let's say that I'm happier than I was. I think it's progress. So you're seeing that. I mean, Kawhi and Paul George are slowly starting to find their feet within yeah. the team, yeah. which they should already have their feet. It should be their team, but because they're so injured and like everyone else is there doing all like playing yeah. the minutes, playing the games, they're having to come back and get used to it and get used to it. Yeah, it man. should be their team. So yeah, yeah, big up them in it, but obviously um, bond them at the same time in it. <laughs> <laughs> Straight bond them. <laughs> I, I was hoping they were injured for longer, but it's what it's good to see them back in it. Yeah, man. Yeah. But we go and start with my lot, you know. Yeah. You know, we gonna go back to the other side of LA. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like it's been a I mean, since we last recorded, a lot's gone on. And not even roster changes or nothing, but it's just that like, we've hit form. Mm-hmm. Then like it's it's just a really peculiar season. I'm looking at it, I'm like, yo, like there's so much progress being made, I can appreciate it. But at the same time, it's not enough. There's some bullshit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, like, do you know how many games we have lost because of bullshit in the last five to ten games? Like, I'm talking, we are up, we're up by twenty and lost. Mm-hmm. 
even against the Celtics. You're up 13 against Up the 13 after with being fi- down. With five minutes 20, to go in the game. Five minutes to go and I watched it and I was like, what, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Now I have to admit, like what Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum were doing mm. was amazing, especially like Tatum hitting that um, game-winning time short. Like even Jalen Brown, the way he stepped into that free clutch, like these are clutch shots. But what 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 did annoy me was that just just game manage it. Do you know what I mean? Like just get to your spots, do some defense. Actually, like just get a stop. You know, mm. and. Even with our what, what defeat did we have the other day that really annoyed me? It's the one where, oh, where we got hit on the game winner. It's recent. Uh, it would have been the game winner. It must have been the Pacers. Yeah, it was the Pacers. Yeah, Pacers. Andrew, Andrew. Nem- Nem- yeah, Nem- and he hit Nem- in the Nem- same Nem- week Nem- that he he was just destroying Steph Curry. <laughs> <laughs> that made me laugh though, because like, Steph's face was like, "Raw." Yeah, he's like, "Nah, I didn't know." This. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> I, don't, "I don't know if the Pacers knew he was going to do that, innit? But I don't think he knew he was going to do nah, that. Nah, <laughs> like, he, he was confused. He, he didn't. I wanna, I wanna quickly jump in just because it's not, it's not the whole team causing the problems for you guys in it or whatever problems it is let's talk about the Celtics game specifically right so as a as a as a neutral fan I thought it was a great game the fact that the Celtics were up early and then the, the Lakers started to come back and it's what you guys have been really doing for the last year and a half I would say where you start out quite badly and then over time you know you start you start chipping away at the lead chipping away at the lead until eventually you know it's a it's a close game again mm. you got outscored 24 to 37 in the first quarter yeah which you know, most teams most teams can't come back from that, man. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna lie, most teams can't come back from that. But you guys managed to do it. Um, have a had a had a good third quarter anyway, and it, and made the game close. Good fourth quarter as well. Well, I want to say good fourth quarter, but again, you're up thirteen. That's what I mean. We, we should have just iced it. Hundred percent. But the real problem is that. So let's start with your starters, okay? Not even your starters. Let's start with your three best players: LeBron, AD, and Russ combined for ninety points. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They also combined for 35 rebounds. Yep. Yeah. And 17 assists. I'm sorry, yeah. But when three players have, uh, are basically giving you 30 points each, yeah, over 10 rebounds each, and about seven seven um, assists, assists each, each as well, what's... what's who, who are you really looking at and saying? Because they haven't done anything wrong. Don't worry, Russ didn't shoot great, but he had 20, 14, and 5. You don't want anything more from Russ. I mean, that's, you, that's can't what you, ask. you can't ask. Off the bench, that's what you want from Russ. AD, 37 and 12. Again, he's been on this crazy run of scoring loads of points, getting loads of rebounds, and really, I can't lie, when LeBron was out, AD was the guy for you guys, isn't it? And it, I'm happy to see that he's able to do it when LeBron is also there. Mm, keep that same level, isn't it? LeBron, back from injury, or recently back from injury, played 43 minutes, 33 points, 9 assists, 9 rebounds. Just Crazy game. You can't ask for more from these, these those three guys. They, they, it's very true. But then after those three, your next highest scorer was Lonnie Walker with 7 points. Then it was Pat Beverly with 6 points. Austin Reeves with 4. Thomas Bryant with 4. I mean, it's clear to see that... like Your bench sucks. That's it. <laughs> no, your role players the, are letting you down. The thing is, there's certain players... Like, I think I've watched us a lot this season and I can look at... Austin Reeves, I've been, he's done all right this season. And Lonnie Walker, outside yeah. of those three. They've both exceeded expectations. Austin Reeves is developing into a player that I can really like, I trust. Like, even when um, we won against, who did we recently win? 
Um, annoyingly, I watched that game. I'm shocked you don't know because you don't win a lot. <laughs> it's just I'm, I'm firing today. <laughs> yes, that was that was. Not, I wasn't even like prepared for that. It was Detroit. Yeah, the Pistons. Yeah. So against Detroit, when um, we were up, and then Detroit were kind of coming back, mm-hmm. and Austin Reeves um, basically gets a, an ice ice is the game. We were up by two. And then it was like a few, I think 30 seconds to go or something. Mm. So it was a 2v1 situation. But Austin Reeves essentially iced it with a three, made it a five-point gain with about, yeah, I mean, one shot clock remaining in it. So that would have been that. I've seen enough from Lonnie Walker and Austin Reeves to say, you know what? I like what you're doing in it. Mm. I think the let, what, and, and the issue I think we've got as, as Laker fans is Pat Bev, like, it just doesn't make sense with Pat Bev, mm-hmm. Schroeder, mm-hmm. Lonnie Walker and Nunn, and you're seeing, especially Pat Brev, Shooter and Beverly, and and Nunn, sorry, and it it it, it doesn't really have this chemistry. Like Pat, Pat Bev's not a great three point shooter, mm-hmm. so you can't say, all right, at least he's a great three point shooter. You can do that. He's not a great sister, not a great point guard, really. Neither Shooter and Kendrick Nunn off the bench doesn't. So between Beverly, Shooter and Nunn, two of them got to get moved, and I think if one of them was productive. That would probably be what we needed in terms of having a, a, a fourth or fifth option. But it's, it's it's not the case. None of them are really that productive. Obviously, obviously, Schroeder is coming back off an injury, so he was injured for yeah, the which season, is fair. He? So he's still kind of easing his way into it. Pat Bev, I think I think he's kind of come to the terms with he's most likely getting moved just because of the fact one, it hasn't really worked too great in in um in his favor really in terms of like his production. I think because Russ is now kind of come to and just said yeah exactly. I'm going to be the sixth man and just be productive which is what he's doing you now look at Pat Bev and you're like mm, maybe maybe you were part of the part of the bigger problem as well when Russ was starting um, so and I, th- I, I even I think I saw uh, Pat Bev came out and said if I do get moved I would like to find my way back to Minnesota which is crazy you don't really get guys, guys saying that to that's be crazy that, I, when I get when I go back to the team they'll just trade it from yeah, and that's, I'm shocked. I now you say that I'm even more shocked because in my head I was thinking, it's mad that you're even being open enough to say you want to go back there. But the fact that they traded you after you were crying in in that playing game and, and throwing your shirt and going, bro, crazy, like, that, like doing the most. I thought you'd be pissed off. I wouldn't think you want to go back there. You more, you should come to the Clippers. To, well, I mean, you ain't, we ain't got space for you, innit? but I'm just, I, I just feel like you should have a bit more, a bit more of a standard than saying, yeah, I'm think, not going back there, innit? Bev, sort your bitch ass out of her. And so that, that, that kind of shit is just, what are you doing, bro? Yeah. He's like, not giving you what you need defensively as well, which is, I think... That is the big probably, issue. Yeah, it's, that's the, the reason, the main reason he's there. No one cares about his scoring, his assistance, stuff like that. It's the, the intangibles of being an annoyance, like a pest, and also playing good defence on the other teams. But I just guards. think, I think you said it a minute ago, like, I think the biggest hindrance to Pat Bev has been Russ. Like, what Russ has... Like Russ is now emerged as we cannot trade this guy, no, and no, like no. I look at having Russ now, and a couple moves saying, you know what, the Lakers could do something. I- I'm not saying we can win a chip, but I'm saying I've seen enough in recent games. But we're going toe to toe with some of the best teams in the league, like mm. at least the best in the East. Like we went mm. um, Philly OT, Celtics OT. These are all games like obviously overtime. If you handle it well, you have a better bench or better. T- like there's bits that can go in your favor, yeah. isn't it? But you look at it and I'm like, Pat Bev's not offering enough, especially in a defensive end where he was brought in to do. Mm-hmm. And 
the funny thing is, he's actually not on a minimum. He's on a. He's actually on. He's on like eight million. That's what like I that. mean. So that's money that we could actually trade and, and actually acquire a player, a better player for that money, especially a wing. Like mm-hmm. we need a wing. We need bigger. We need to get bigger. Pause. Yeah, definitely. No, 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 no. Yeah, pause. But like, <laughs> <laughs> but, but you're you're one hundred percent right. I think the fact that AD is your is your starting center, and then you look at the bench, and we've done this before. AD played forty six minutes, yeah, in, including overtime. The only other big, yeah, who played was Thomas Bryant, who played seven minutes that Literally. game. Do you know how crazy that is? And I'm know? seeing LeBron at center. They have no, but they have to. They have to roll him out of that. Like against the Sixers, we had LeBron. Guarding up and beat. Yeah, because you what you guys what you guys are forced to do because of the lack of talent in your team is you're playing three guard lineups. Yeah, I'm I'm seeing it and it's horrible because yeah. when you're doing that, like you've defensively ruined the gate. People oh, yeah. just start shooting, over, shooting you. Straight over you. Even yeah. if they're not shooting, they'll just drive to the basket and say, "Yo," and even if you get something, you're getting a foul because they'll just bully their way past you. You'll hit mm-hmm. them, boom, and one, or it'll just be two shots, and it happens all the time. Yeah, and it just stems from misconstrued roster build from um Ropalenka. Like you look at it and I said it at the start of the season, he's a very guard heavy. But I think at the beginning of the season they were holding out to trade Russ. This is why they had got a lot of guards. But now now Russ is by far our best guard that we have available. Oh yeah, without question. And it's like I credit to Darwin Ham for, for getting him playing this way and mm-hmm. getting him Really like invigorated, getting him excited. You're seeing, engaged with the team I just well. see like some of the passing he's been doing over the last few games is mental, yep, like it's absolutely mental. And like you're seeing another side of him, like this is a this is someone that's that's been an MVP, has the most triple doubles, like he is a Hall of Famer first ballot, wherever no, you want no to question, no question. So, but you rarely get a first ballot Hall of Famer saying, Yo, I'm gonna take the sixth role when you've still got more to give in the NBA. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now, all these legendary players that I played, they want to be starting until it start. And when I retire, that's it. It's not no bench thing. So, credit to him. But, yeah, it's, it's, it's a bit of a shambles. Yeah, I, I think, um, like, looking at your roster again, like, Dennis, Dennis Schroeder played 19 minutes, had two points, one, re, one rebound, one assist. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Minus 15. But, and plus no, minus. Mostly, most of the team will have a terrible plus minus. LeBron was plus 10. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd say outside of LeBron, AD, and Russ, everyone else is going to have a terrible plus minus, right? Yeah, Lonnie Walker was minus AD. Exactly. <laughs> like, like, guys just run around with their asses up. I, I, I'm I, I'm genuinely in shock at, at the kind of team you have. And I want to give some respect to the Celtics as well because they just this is them playing the Lakers after a tough a tough game they played against the Clippers where they lost. Um, that was a relatively close game for a, for a little while anyway until towards the end of the game anyway when we started to break away. So they were already tired. You know, this is a back-to-back. They want to get the hell out of California because it's nowhere near where they live. You know, that's a six-hour flight or some shit like that. So it's not it's not an easy thing to to get up and get ready for these kind of games. But, I mean, Jason Tatum showed up 44 points, nine rebounds, six assists. Jalen Brown, 25 points, 15 rebounds, five assists. Like, when your two best players are putting up those kind of numbers, it's very, very unlikely you're going to lose the game unless you're the Lakers, apparently, oh, which, is, yeah. which is shocking. And like you said that you're reading out these stats, these are not too dissimilar to AD and LeBron's combined no, totals. Of course not. But then you look at the other guys, Marcus Smart, 18 rebounds, six assists, five, uh, sorry, 18 points, six, six assists, five rebounds. I said 18 rebounds, crazy. Uh, Derek White, 10 points. Grant Williams off the bench, nine and five. Uh, Brogdon, five, six and two. That's a bad game for him as well. 
Luke Cornett, yeah, came off the bench and was eating boards, bro. He had two points and seven rebounds, yeah, off the bench. If I look at your team now, yeah, and I look at who got the Russell and team in rebounds, then AD, then LeBron. After that, your next highest rebounder was four points in Austin Reeves. Like, you have no interior presence whatsoever. I mean, and it's the problem is, is like, if these bits are addressed, there's a team here that can actually do something. Like, I'm looking mm-hmm. at... When you've got AD playing at this level, this is what led us to a championship. I ain't naive. Like, I've watched basketball, innit? Mm-hmm. LeBron is just a goat. This guy's level, I don't understand. It, it just this human it, being it can up. be performing so high at his age, but his level doesn't dip, innit? Mm-hmm. It's just AD, and I think that was the biggest factor for us when we were saying AD's health, da 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 da. Because when AD plays like this, and you've got LeBron... Tough to beat, man. It, you can't get a better duo in the NBA, innit? Like, especially if it goes down to championship mm-hmm. moments, clutch minutes. I can trust them to do it. The addition of Russ, cool. It's just about what is around that. And I think... Troy Brown, nah, th- come 31 on. minutes, two come points, on. Like, three rebounds. Like, it says it all. <laughs> 31 like, My brother would always say, he doesn't understand. I said Troy Brown Jr. was one of the most horrible players he's ever seen play for Chicago. He mm-hmm. said he doesn't understand mm-hmm. why you guys actively went and got this guy. Yeah. Like... I look at the rest of the roster barring two or three other people and you really doubt if any of these players will be like in the league bench players yeah. in yeah. other teams or even in the league. Kendrick Nunn has literally fallen from, 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 from grace. I have no idea what happened with him the second he left Miami. I, even even the, He's not even second he left Miami. There was the breakout year he had in his rookie year. Ever since then, he's been a bit shit. Like, I can't lie. He, he slowly and slowly just got worse and worse and worse and worse. Knowing his first season, I thought, raw, this guy could actually be better than Tyler Hero. Like, he could, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah in his yeah, first yeah. season, I said, out of the prospects, out of him and Tyler Hero, yeah. I was like, none actually, could actually be better than him. What? The Miami made a very good choice by not bringing his last back. Very good choice because he's just, yeah. Yeah. One thing I will say, right, and you know I'm a LeBron fan. Uh, I believe he is the GOAT. But one thing I didn't agree with was his late game. His attempts to win the game, to ice the game, I wasn't a big fan of. So he took a he took a bad free after the after Jason Tatum hit the, yes. the time bucket. The top of the key was... And I, and, and I saw Skip Bayless talk about this, and I hate agreeing with him, but he there's one thing he always says about LeBron that I cannot argue with. He's next to impossible to stop at the rim. Mm. You don't... In a late game situation, I understand taking the three less energy, all that stuff. But, bro, like, you are who you are, in it. Everyone used to call you a freight train for a reason. If you put your head down and try and go and dunk the ball, there's very, very few people in this league that can stop you, in it. And at the even if they stop you, they're most likely going to foul you anyway, yeah. man. And we get you don't want to take the free throws. Um, it's been a thing. I can accept that, whatever. But at the same time, bro, like... AD, AD, AD you, you pass it down to, to AD, the possession before... To, before Tatum hit the game time bucket, right, mm-hmm. and AD got fouled on the <clears throat> on Obviously the on the his, attempt, yeah. missed both free throws. Yeah. I'm like, Bronas, like, wh- who would I rather have taken? I'd rather have you, man. Like, you're you're the the guy who's been in the league for 20 years, you know, who I'm calling the goat. I've seen you be clutch. Like, I've seen you be clutch in it. I do feel like at that moment in time, he wasn't. He wasn't concentrating on on you know seizing that moment there and because in my opinion that, that game was there for you guys to win. You can't say it wasn't because you're 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 winning, yeah. You're up to with with your your second best player who's been playing like your best player so far this year. We can't argue that at the free throw line to shoot two. 
Mm-hmm. And he missed both. He missed both. And, and he he came out and said that was bad, like from his era. Like oh, he, yeah. he he understood. Like he should have just even won. Do you know what I mean? Would have done the game. But like you said, I would like LeBron to be more. I want you to take that shot, man. Mm. I, I, they they should have been your free throws, regardless of miss or making it. I feel like you always have to live with that in it, uh, 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 the fact that when you're the best player, it really d- does come down to you. In it. And I'm not going to argue if AD's better than you or not in it. Right now, regardless of how good AD's playing, I still want you taking those free throws. So yeah, and I wasn't a fan of the of the three he took after Tatum tied up the game. You know, I think you could have got a better shot. I think it was just rushed. I didn't I didn't understand why he just did that. That like you could have. Drawn up, slowed it down, drew up a bit of play, and like you said, just a pick and roll, get to the rip and just see what anything, happens. Any, anything, anything. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest, it just didn't like. And you guys do this a lot in it. Like I think Darvin Ham has brought you, made you guys a better defensive team, but offensively, someone, someone had to script up some better shit than, than that, because that, that was lazy in my opinion. That was. But to tell you what has been annoying me recently, yeah, what? I don't want to stay in the Lakers too much, but yeah, what Darwin keeps doing is um, he, he takes Russ out early in it. So obviously Russ is the sixth man, but in terms of clutch moments, even Russ is on fire in terms of getting assisted. Mm. With the, like even against Philly, I think for, it was either the whole fourth quarter, or most of the fourth quarter, Russ didn't play. The thing about Russ, yeah, and it's like, I understand what you're saying because he he is one of your better players. He's a Hall of Famer. I'm not going to discuss it. He takes terrible shots. In, in terrible I know, times. I know so in I, clutch, but I it's get like, why he wasn't on the court. But you've got to tell him. Just pass the rock. No, come like, on, come on, come on. Like, Jules, no, no, Jules, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. This is this is Russ. We, we know who he is. We know what he's there to do. If you've got him on the court, he's gonna take the shot. I remember that game, yeah, where he was open. He took a. He, in my opinion, it's a reasonable jump shot for most players to take. He just hadn't been shooting well, so he probably shouldn't have taken the shot. But he's like, I'm sorry. If they're gonna be taking contested bullshit, he thinks he's better than most of the people, which he's not. He's not wrong about it. He's like, I'd rather me take this open jump shot here than have. Austin Reeves take a contested three. Like, what's the what's the point? So I get, it. I understand, and he's. This is why he he scores. He he does so well when he comes off the bench because he doesn't have to worry as much about taking um, necessarily the best shot because he knows he's he's the scorer. He has to take the shot. Yeah, regardless. but I'm saying about closing. Surely he can do a better facilitating job than. The ball's not gonna be in his hands though. You're saying facil- he's not. The ball's not gonna be in his hands. But yeah, they have to find another way. Like we can't always like these. We, it's about three or four games. In our last six, that we have lost because of stupidity, mm. like not being able to just close out games, mm. missing free throws, missing like free that. throws. Like against Philly, we missed a free throw that took it to overtime. That was AD again, wasn't it? It was yeah. against Celtics. We missed free throws that would have taken the game. Mm. Against even Indiana when we lost stupidity towards the end, we we lost three offensive rebounds, like three offensive yeah. boards, and then they got it. Swang it out, boom, three. Yeah. Like, hit it, rebound. Again, rebound. It was two. And then it was so two offensive rebounds. Like, you just get one board and that's it. You win the game. Lost the game on that. But there's progress being shown, isn't it? But it's like, to me, like, because the, the West is so tight, it's like those little bits. Like, those, if, I, if, if those wins would switch that around to three extra wins, yep. I think we'll be 13 and 15. Uh, three extra would make you. If I'm Th- right. 13 and, and uh, 13. You, oh, shoot. You, you'd See, be yeah, 500s. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I, I didn't did discount the, the losses. Yeah, yeah. it would be 500. So And, and that, would, that would have you at the 11? No, no, you guys would be... 
That'd be about you'd be tempted right now. Yeah, we'll be tempted. But then again, looking off that, we'll probably be like two games off, like sixth or something. Yeah. Ish. But it's so tight in the West. Like mm-hmm. every victory makes a big difference, isn't it? So. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. But like you said, I think. I think you guys are are definitely in a position where you want to make some sort of um, push. I think you guys are going for playing, isn't it? I think that's 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 yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah and yeah. it's realistic as well. Isn't it? You just have to pattern up a bit because the teams that are ahead of you right now, Minnesota, who I think have just been fucking around for too long. I think this is the last week we're gonna last episode where Utah's gonna be in the the playing conversation. They're currently at eighth, and they've they've they went they've been four and six in their last ten games. I think they're gonna go on another. Tough streak of losing some games as well. And it's, I think been, it's, been a, it's been it was a fun time. I think Utah just somehow <laughs> got to number one. Everyone's like, "What is they going on?" They fucked up though, man. They massively fucked up. But and yeah. then I don't know if they'll be able to get enough losses to tie. Nah, to it's, get... it's impossible now. Teams like Detroit, um, OKC, Charlotte—they've been tanking hearts, bro. San Antonio. Wait, quickly, because we weren't even going to talk about this. I just need to say it. San Antonio, yeah, in their last ten games are three and seven. Come on, San Antonio. This is serious bro. tanking. Same as Minnesota, to be fair. Yes. They're loving it. Serious tanking. They're 9 and 19. I'm, I'm sorry. Utah, you're not going to get a worse record than San Antonio. No. It's t- and they lost. <laughs> they won three games in a row as well. Prior to that, they were 0 and 7. Oh, my God. They were 0 and, They're 0 and 7. They were 0 and 6 until they won three games in a row against the Rockets, the Heat, and the Cavs. Fair enough, man. I think the Wizards are on a, they're on a lot eight eight game losing streak. Let me listen. When I tell you people are tanking, yeah, people are tanking. Like the Hornets on a what, six game losing streak. Wizards are one and nine right now. Yeah, they're on an eight game losing game. streak. Hornets on a six game told, losing bro, streak. I told you, Char- I said to you guys, Charlotte are serious about this tanking thing, man. They are last ten three and seven. No one's more serious than Detroit though. Detroit, Cade, Cade's out for the year. Yeah, 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 yeah. Out for the year. And, and the like, thing is, I don't even know if he's out for the nah, year. No, no, no. Really he, out he, for the year. Like, this said, Wemby, Wemby, Wemby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we need to, you know. Because people understand, innit? If you, if you get that number one pick, you're set. All you need is one other player. Whether you have it now or you get it next year, one other player you can with get him. It, you can get it in two I'm, years' time. Yeah. Like, if that, I, I've, mm, you know what? Let's, 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 let's move on. Let's I know, on. before we get distracted. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But we're going to talk about... Um, another team in California. Another team in California. We're going to segue to the current NBA champs. Now, what is going on? Because the season started off ring collecting. Mm. No, 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 no. Let me take yeah, it back. Please, because you missed something. I missed something collecting. very, very, very important. The season started off with a punch. With a, punch. a blow, mm-hmm. with a bang, as they mm-hmm. say, and since then, I think that that ring ceremony kind of papered over the cracks. There's been a lot behind the scenes that's just been off. Like I think they were the first champions to lose their first seven oh, away it games. So, it was awful, and it's just like some of the defeats and some of who the defeats have been to. You're just questioning, like, yo, what's going on? And I've gone on and said. And you can quote me here. I do not believe Golden State will be NBA champions this season. Yeah, I like I said, I am a hundred percent sure. Like I put my neck on the line in it, so I just do not see this as a championship team. And I just feel like mm. at the minute, I'm seeing more about ejections and more about 
the bitchy and nonsense and all of that than I'm actually seeing of the Golden State that we're used to seeing. And the question I've got to ask you is, what is going on? Like, are they the real deal? Or, like, if Steph is out or Steph ain't like Steph ain't playing well, what is Golden State? Let me tell you straight facts. If Steph at any point has to miss a series of games, these boys are straight booty cheeks. They are. They are. They are in such a, a rut right now. Did you see last night? Yeah, Steph had twenty seven in yeah. the first quarter. Was it or first half? First quarter. No, no, it was half, half, half. Be, half. Yeah, first, Steph had twenty seven in the first half, and there was a clip of him at the at the end of the half standing on the basket, bending over his uh, his his knees. The guy was exhausting. Gas because they were down twenty, and he's just looking at the. And he board. dropped twenty seven in the first half, and you're telling me they're down twenty. Realistically, you have to look at the other people around. Now, I understand Clay, Clay wasn't about, but they just paid Jordan Poole a whole heap of peace. You, this, this is why they paid you to show up, my guy. Mm-hmm. You know, Jonathan Wiseman's obviously in the G League right now, not not getting no real time. I think the Warriors about Steph right now are just lost. They don't know what they're doing, what they are, and hopefully Steph don't have to miss any time because if they do. Utah about to see how to really tank. I know. Utah are about to really see how, because uh, honestly, you look at you look at um, what Steph has done this year or is doing this year anyway. Yeah, Steph Steph Curry is averaging thirty points on fifty percent shooting from the field. Ridiculous. Yeah? Six point six rebounds, six point eight assists. Yeah, his three point numbers are forty three point four percent, which is insane. And he's still averaging one. He's having score. a season. Steph's, Steph's having an MVP season. Like, let's be honest. 30, 30 points on 50% shooting. That's, and what is it, 43? 43% from, that's from three. 6.6 rebounds. That's 6. arguably, that's assists. probably like top two or three of his whole career in terms of percentage shooting from three. You know, he's he's a weird one because he always shoots around 40%, but 43 is obviously Dude, a step above. That is very, that's I'll, excellent. I'll check that one after. I'm pretty sure... That that is, it, I would give it top three of his percentages anyway. Yeah. So, so Steph hurt his shoulder yesterday. Yeah. I know it's not looking good. It wasn't his shooting shoulder, which, which I, I I don't know if that's any better, but I mean it matters if any any shoulder you hurt in basketball is a big deal. Mm. But at least it wasn't his shooting shoulder. So Steph got hurt yesterday, um, and I think we have to be real about about the situation. He's he's carrying a lot of these guys right now, like. Steph had 30, 38, 7 and 7 in 30 minutes, yeah? It's ridiculous. Bit crazy numbers. He got 20 points from Jordan Poole, 25 and 5, which isn't bad, to be honest. I can't lie to you, innit? But the only reason I'm, I'm going to say it is bad is because no, no one else on the team is really giving you enough right now. If Drake, so, so Wiggins didn't play, so you didn't get no defense. Clay Thompson didn't play, so you, you missed the other splash brother mm-hmm. and some defense as well. DiVincenzo had to start. Um, but we, we've talked about this before. Kevon Looney and Draymond Green are not offensive players. No. So already you're in a deficit of what you need in terms of scoring just by them two guys playing. They combine for five points. Yeah, that's, that, that's exactly it. Five points and eight rebounds. I mean, but you also look at Draymond. I mean, before, whilst we're, we're talking about him, he finished with 1.2 rebounds and six turnovers <laughs> before getting ejected after picking two. So he got more technical fouls than he got points. One, re- one point, two rebounds, six turnovers. Uh... And two technical fouls equals ejection. Draymond! <laughs> wow. That listen, punch really... You knocked yourself out. <laughs> listen, bro. You, this is... We said it at the start when he did the punch that it's problematic. 
at the fact that he did that and he, they, the Warriors have to pay him. I'm telling you right now, they are fucking fuming about the fact that he's got a player option and not a team option at the end of the season. Because I don't mm. know if he'd still be around after that. I can't lie. You cannot be putting up one, two, three with six turnovers, my guy. Damn. You're just taking away. You're taking away instead of getting, providing anything for this team right now. How can uh, you have more text than points? How can you? How can you? That's a howler. I'm con- I'm concerned. I'm concerned because as much as in those a very short period of time, you know, a three three year window where I hated the Warriors like 100%. everyone else did when Kevin Durant was on that team. But outside of that time frame, I've, I don't dislike them because they they did they did everything right. They built through the draft organically. Yeah, you know, they they made sure to keep bringing the guys back as well. So after a while, most of, like I, I you know those TikTok videos where they were like, oh, um. The the team this is the team, but it's only uh players who are drafted by that team. Yeah. The yeah. Warriors starting five don't change. It is literally it, it does because of Andrew Wiggins. But yeah, like take, take that move Clay to the move Clay to the three and put put Jordan Port the two. Bro, that they they don't really skip a beat like that in terms of the players the players that they have and who they've drafted and stuff. They've done everything right. So I don't hate them in it. And it's horrible to watch them doing like this. One, because obviously you know, the Warriors played some of the best basketball we've actually seen in a long time. Yeah, you know, team the ball basketball, movement, yeah. The, the off-ball, off-ball movement. Yeah. Exactly. It's, it's, it's like the invention of the plays, the screens, the bro. running. It's, it's brilliant. I will always say the elevator doors play that the Warriors used to run when um they had Mark Jackson, to me, was one of the best things to watch as a fan. Just because you're like, how are they getting open every time? You watch it, you watch it back on YouTube, slow it down and just watch the screens being set. Crazy kind of stuff. So I, I'm I'm a big fan of the Warriors. But it's also sad because Steph Curry is 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 starting to have to work overtime to get these guys even close in the games. We're talking twenty seven points and a half, you and you're down twenty. To tell you what you just said is mad, yeah. Is he's having an MVP season? Yeah. Yeah. Not one person has mentioned Steph in MVP conversations because Can't. Golden State are so bad. Like I just deeped what you like. I, we're gonna talk go into that later, <laughs> yeah, but you know I've not. This whole time, I've not thought, yo, Steph's having an MVP caliber season because Golden State are horrible. My mind's not even gone there. The thing is, yeah, Golden State are horrible with an asterisk next to the horrible. Because yeah, at home, asterisk, asterisk. at home they're twelve and two. On the road, they're two and thirteen. It's horrible. That is horrible. Two and thirteen on the road. I remember when. Let, let's talk about some of. I'm not even some of, but I remember when the Warriors used to go to other people's places. And the other team was shaking in their boots, bro. Mm-hmm. They were nervous. We're talking about Steph half court buzzer beater game winners against OKC mm-hmm. on the road, man. On the road, like, silencing crowds, bro. Often as well. Now you're telling me that they're they're the one of the worst teams we've ever seen, um, on the road. Like, like that's that's wild to me. What what we have to look at is the pieces they lost. Mm-hmm. I said I was. I didn't think Gary Payton Jr. would be that big. Junior Gary Payton in the second. second would be as much of a a miss, um, especially not with Otto Porter as well. I didn't care that much about it, but bro, they're missing they're missing the the defense in it. I said to you guys, Clay is not the same Clay he was. Even now, his offense has started to really come back to him, which I, I appreciate to see. I was wrong about that. Defensively, he's definitely not the same guy. Bro. He can't slide the same. He can't move the same. Which is expected. You yeah. had two major injuries in your legs and and ankle. Was it his legs and his Achilles? Yeah. His knee and his Achilles. Achilles like, Massive injuries, what, man. What, so, you can't expect that. Of course not. When Wiggins is not on that court, yeah. Because even Draymond, I can't lie to you, bro. You've you you're 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 regressing a little bit. 
defensively, which is one thing I thought wouldn't change much because you, you were never crazy athletic to begin with, so I didn't think you were relying on athleticism. But teams, I think teams have just figured it out on how to I do it. I think when you look at Draymond, you look at someone that's targetable in terms of, like, if, if you really go up against him, you don't... I just you believe he hasn't got the same footwork he had a few years ago to get those extra defensive steps to stop you without fouling you. Mm. And this is why you're seeing a lot more fouls that Draymond's getting. You're seeing him getting ejection. You're seeing him getting fouled out. Arguing with the refs. Arguing with the refs. I mean, it seems like every single time Steph's got an issue with the ref, Draymond decides to compile it and get himself a tech or ejection. But I'm seeing a lot of defensive mishaps from Draymond that are stemming from the fact that I mean, you can understand that he's older. He's he's at the, the other side of his career, where you're not you're not in your prime. Where you're prime defensive, you've got those mm-hmm. steps. You can actually go up against the biggest and the best. To me, for someone that hasn't got an offensive outlet, once you lose that defensive, like what made you so good, especially defensively, mm-hmm. you almost become surplus of requirements because you you're not offering anything on either end of the court. So yeah. what are you really doing? And all you are offering, clearly, if you're getting one point, two rebounds, six turnovers, two ejections. I mean, two technicals before an ejection. Brother, you're doing the wrong things because this is horrible. Whenever people get two techs, I really think that they're like, yeah, I've had enough of this game. Just let me go home now. Because you're on a tech, innit? Like, what, what, what is there to talk about anymore, innit? I'm done. Like, I'm shutting up. I'm on my best behaviour. There's, there's nothing more to say or do because you know that the ref is already trying to get you out of the game anyway because mm. he's had enough of you already. Why are we playing games? Why are we playing games? You're arguing with refs, did it? Nah, man. The thing that's more concerning for me is that I'm not going to be disrespectful to load the team and say, oh, Warriors should beat you, but they should. The Pacers shouldn't be winning that game. The Jazz still shouldn't be winning that game. The Pacers beat them again, by the way. I know. Yeah? Two. Uh, and obviously, the first one is when... um. That, what's his name? Nem, 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 Hard, Nem, Hard. Nem Hard. Yeah, went went off in it. He cooked. He cooked. Steph. They were saying. I don't want to say that because it's disrespectful. But he did have thirty. Oh god, he had thirty-one, thirteen, and yeah, and eight. He had an, he had an he insane could, game. Steph, was, like, you know, he had Steph. every stat was his career high. Crazy, <laughs> crazy. He's a rookie, no? It's I know. Obviously, they they lost to the Mavericks, so I still think they should be winning. Um, they got blown up by the Pelicans by 45 points. That was horrible. Like, it's it's not even competitive at, that some, at was, some of these points. That was really the one. Concerning. Yeah. At home, they seem to be able to to sort out, defend themselves. Like, they beat Boston the other day by 16. Mm-hmm. But they were at home, you know? Um, they got on the road to Milwaukee. They lost by 17. I mean, that was sad. I was looking forward to that game. Yeah, man. It they're, was just so one-sided. They're going to play Philadelphia away on Friday night. But they've got they've got a road trip now. They've got Philadelphia, Toronto, New York, Brooklyn. In, in and to tell you something, and this is what I was speaking to my brother about, yeah. like the problem that I have with Golden State right now is, mm-hmm. like, last year, they got away with it. I think size, the size factor, mm. they got away with because they could, they had enough. They, they did enough and they got away with it. And I think, I just believe, like you said, the Otto Porters, Gary Payton, he's obviously not tall, but he that he had hops. I just feel like last year they, they got away with not having that size. And I feel the players they had within their rotation all contributed and made it easier to defend mm-hmm. the bigger players. I think now they are morbidly, morbidly exposed. I think that as soon as they play anyone that has got size, 
like a Giannis or it could be an Embiid or some of size tech like Jokic. If they face Jokic in this playoffs, yeah. he would eat them alive because last year you can clamp him, but when you've got other players that are around that can actually do something, it's curtains. Like I generally worry for the for the the Warriors mm-hmm. when I'm looking at the long term of this of this team mm-hmm. outside of like you said you've got Draymond with a player option not a team option so that doesn't help them mm-hmm. a lot of things you're looking at it you're like is it Steph or, or, or what the it the the everything and it's been this way we can't lie it's been this way since since he became like the the Steph Curry that he is today where they really go as far as he takes them in it yeah which is fair but at the same time man like you know, I mentioned they paid they paid a few guys. They paid Wiggins, they paid Paul. They need to start showing up. I know Clay Clay again, you know, he's starting to get his offensive game back, but defensively you need to be back there because, you know, they they rely on you, man. Like it's it's no word of a lie. Draymond, you at the very least, I need eight rebounds from you. At the very least. That's what if, I mean. If if you're not gonna be out here scoring ten points, which which you rarely do, if you're not gonna be out here getting ten ten assists, which you, you never do Bro, give me eight rebounds. Come on. Between you and Kavon Looney, you really did nothing that whole game. And and the worst part about it is that you're playing Indiana, man. Like, again, I'm not trying to be crazy disrespectful to him, but who who is the big that played for Indiana? Miles Turner. And he didn't even kill the boards, but he had 21 points. He was eating off of the fact that you do not have a big that can really He just said, him, yep. And, and this, is, this is the same guy who's been on the trade block for the last year. Mm-hmm. The same guy. Buddy Hill too, 17 points. Tyrese Halliburton, 29, 6 and 4. Like, you guys haven't stopped anyone. And that's all. the issue. And I'm looking at, at Golden State, and I have to feel a little sorry for them because when you look at their last two draft picks, I mean, their, their top, what, 10? Last two top 10 picks in the two years that they were really bad, I feel like, Jordan Poole, they got really lucky. Again, lucky. They were yeah. well scouted. I'm not going to call that lucky. Was it like 28th pick or something? Exactly. Pick, something like that? So that was that was a well thought of scouted pick. But I'm mm-hmm. talking the, the two that they, in Kaminga and Wiseman, is what they mortgaged their future on. Yeah. Luckily, in those, two, in those two years, they were really bad. They're horrible. I mean, Kaminga's got promise. Mm. Wiseman is in the G League and he's not really doing anything there. Like, Wiseman doesn't look like is Stella playing the G League? He looks like a G League player. This this confuses me so much though, and I, like I, I don't get it because I see some James Wiseman in parts of the game. I'm like, okay, like he's an athletic big. I don't really see how this problem because at the very least you could be Javale McGee. At the very least you could be Javale McGee. Catch lobs and block shots. Literally, that's all. That's all they they need from you. And I'm like, okay, yeah, he can do that. And then other times, like he just seems like he's not like clued up on what's going on. I remember when he first got sent down to the G League. Reports coming out that like. He didn't. He didn't look. He didn't look like he knew what was going on at all. He wasn't confident. Um, people were saying that he doesn't know. Really, like, still know the playbook. I'm like, come on, man. Like, like you're a big. No one's asking you to come off screen off off of off of screens and shoot. More time, you're setting the screens, isn't it? Like, and you've you've got good vets on that team as well that I'm sure are in your ear. There's no way German Green's allowing him to not like be the best version of him. I think I look at, at Wiseman, yeah, and I look at someone that. Um, He's not really improved anything since he came to the league. And I think that's his big issue. Like, you know, a lot of players have either gone, you can see some people have bulked up, some people have got a better three-point shot, mm. some people have got a better mid-range, some people have got a better 
uh, I don't know if it's a layup range or finishing range or, or finishing around the basket range. Wiseman to me hasn't really got anything. The Warriors are still sorry. Go go go. In terms of like, he hasn't got anything that has improved since he got drafted. Mm. And I, the w- issue I've got is like you spoke about the comparison, be at least being a Javel McGee. The issue I've got with that is he hasn't got this that effort to defense. Like when I watch Wiseman play, yeah. I don't see someone that is. Like, like got a, a burning desire to defend because mm. at this minute you're not scoring and that's cool like you're gonna mm. have to learn and get in those well i don't know how you're still not enabled because he was a brilliant player coming out of college like, at number two he, he got he got um he got injured there isn't it? i know and I, that, that was that was obviously the reason what stalled him but to me like some bits like defense i mean injury or not there's a bit of effort that you can put that can make yeah. you like, he should be on this Golden State roster and at least be serviceable. Like, yeah, he shouldn't be in the G League for someone that was the number two pick. Who Who is the Warriors' backup big? Because I actually don't know. Um, Jermichael Green. You know, he, he had a decent game, 15 and 5. Yeah, he's a decent pickup. And I'm just quite surprised. When when they picked up him, they picked up um, DiVincenzo. Yeah. I generally thought that between DiVincenzo, Jai Michael Green, you've got... Um, Jordan Poole, you have Wiseman and Kaminga, just roughly running that five. It should be, it should be enough. It should you know be what enough. I mean? But I just feel with Wiseman now in the G League, Kaminga not really improving since. I mean, he, he you're seeing bits in Kaminga, mm. a lot more than you're seeing in in Wiseman anyway. But however, you have to understand that Wiseman was a num was a, a second pick. Mm. Like they literally could have got Lamelo. Like think about the players they they missed out. Imagine if Lamelo was picked. Like they Golden State could have said Lamelo, you're our player. Like you don't understand what that would have. I'm obviously not sure how it would have worked, but regardless, they passed up on Lamelo. I, I was. That, that's exactly what I was gonna say. I was gonna say Golden State are slightly kicking themselves just because obviously Anthony Edwards was already off the board, and I'm pretty sure they probably would have taken him if he was there because they they plays a two slash three now. But I don't. I even to this even when they did it, it didn't make sense to me. Regardless of. Or what position Melo is? He he was the best player in that draft. That, I mean, that is it. In my opinion, he 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 was, and no. looking looking at it now, what it hasn't aged any better. Has not aged. Like, Lamelo has missed this whole season and is still having a better season than Wiseman. Facts. Which is crazy. Facts. Because all Lamelo's probably played like three games, or even if it's five or six games, done way more in his five or six games than Wiseman has. So. Yeah, yeah. I just. <coughs> Moving forward, I just think I think the Warriors need to really start getting onto Draymond a little bit, just because, as I said, they don't necessarily rely on you on offense, but bro, at a bare minimum, it's got to be rebounding between him and Kevon Looney. Yeah, Divincenzo out out rebounded both of them combined. That's horrible. Yeah, he outscored both of them combined. That's horrible. Steph out assisted both of them combined. Ouch. Like what? What are you? What's 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 going on here? You're running around with your asses out. Jermichael Green played eight less minutes than Draymond and two less minutes than Kevon Looney and had 15 and five. What? I'm not going to let go of the fact that Draymond had one, two, three. That's horrible. One, two, three. Like that's that's probably up there. Cause it, Did it, what, it, what, it, what was it that Jordan Poole called him? Quadruple single? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that I ironic? Mean, <laughs> Isn't clearly. That ironic? Clearly. He didn't even have a quadruple single because he didn't get a single still. But yeah, it's 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 not looking good, and I think they need to improve in the next few. Yeah, 
And I think Steph being out, I mean, hopefully it's not for long. I know he's definitely missing tonight's game, but... If he's missing serious time, they're fucked. Like, long story short, they might be seeing us, seeing them nearer to the Lakers than they are to the the middle, or that top of the Western Conference. Who are the Warriors playing tonight? Uh, they're not playing tonight, they're playing tomorrow. They're oh, playing tomorrow. tomorrow. Philly, yeah, that was it. Okay, yeah. So that Ooh, could be I, I feel like this is the time where Jordan Poole's going to start doing the same shit he was doing... He has to, year, but he has to, unless in, in Clay's absence. Like, like, that's literally what got them where they were last year. I mean, yeah. it kept them over the line, and when everyone started coming back, then it just kind of went went there. But they are in a bit of a lull, and they need something. So Jordan Paul, you got paid that money. It's time for you to deliver. They need to bring the baddies to the game so he can start showing off again. That's the only. <laughs> you know what? This, this is an excellent Front. segue. Excellent segue. Front row baddies to the game. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Speaking of showing off. Showing off the, a team that we spoke about on the last episode of the podcast the phoenix bums um, no 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 they don't even deserve to just call them the bums <laughs> we don't even de- don't even deserve I to get your to first name bond the them phoenix bums aka the bums they had they had a few what's the word i'm looking for disagreements oh yeah, yes yeah there it is you know they 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 didn't agree with something that the New Orleans Pelicans did. So the Pelicans mm. played the Suns twi- twice in a back-to-back. They played... Uh, it wasn't quite a back-to-back, sorry. It was a game between. Game but they played each other like two games consecutively, yeah? First game, the Pelicans were, were giving them the business, mm. okay? And the way the game ended was Chris Paul went up for a shot like with like 10 seconds less, missed. Yep. They outletted the ball and Zion was on the other end of the outlet. <laughs> I just said. <laughs> he was like, you know what? I don't fuck with these guys. And Zion did a windmill, windmill. 360. Yeah? Which is insane. Pure aggression. Mm. I just want to talk about the fact that, by the way, that's the, he did a very, I'm not going to say exact same dunk, but a very similar dunk to what basically won Vince Carter the dunk contest when he was in, yeah. in the 2000s. I mean, that's a dunk contest dunk. He, he did that at the end of the game. Lit. The, the extreme exclamation point saying, fuck you. Yeah, to the to the Phoenix Suns. Mm-hmm. I think Zion's had enough of them as well. Obviously, the last year in the playoffs, the the Suns got the Suns sent the Pelicans home. Although the Pelicans put up a great fight, was it a uh, six game series four two? Mm-hmm. Brandon Ingram was absolutely balling out, and Zion came out afterwards and said, "You know what? That was out of character for me." But at the same time, I was in a locker room in the playoffs last year when those guys sent my boys home, and I weren't happy about it. And my brothers are bleeding. Exactly, that's man. Exactly that's what he said. said. That's what he said. You know, what? I respect that. I do. I respect that because at the end of the, at the end of the day. Too often, people people blur the lines between, oh, you know, like have some respect. You know, it's the, it's the honourable thing to do. What's the word they say? It's um, good oh, sportsmanship. Yeah, that's sportsmanship. it. That bullshit. Yeah, gentlemen, sportsmanship but, but, nonsense. But that term applies in all senses of the game, bro. You can't just get upset about the fact that someone hasn't, you know, applied good sportsmanship at the end of the game. When how long ago was it that you were standing over? My boy, um, Austin Reeves mm-hmm. on the floor, yeah, trying to step over him, trying to trying to take the piss, intimidate. You're chatting him, shit to Clay, bro. Chatting shit to everyone, like shit to everyone, everybody. So obviously, the second Zion does this dunk now, and there were two angles this that people didn't see. So I thought the Suns were outraged at that initially, which they were. They were annoyed about. But if you look, there was another angle where Chris Paul elbowed um, Alvarado, Alvarado um, in the throat. Chris Paul's a dirty fucking player, by the way. I just wanna like every everyone knows that in it, but it hasn't changed with age, and I feel like he doesn't get any shit for it, and I think he needs to start getting some shit for it. Demarcus Cousins was on a podcast recently, mm-hmm. 
where he was saying, when we talk about the top point guards in NBA history, why is Chris Paul's name up there? And I was like, bro, that's harsh. Like, what are we talking about here? He was like, you look at all these other point guards. Um, I think he said he had Magic, uh, Steph, John Stockton. Um, he definitely said Jason Kidd as well. Mm-hmm. And he was like, all those guys are better than Chris Paul. I don't see why Chris Paul automatically gets the number three. And I was like, I don't really agree with you. And he was like, look at the stats of all those guys and the accomplishments they've made. Chris Paul has never made it for a long period of time anyway, he hadn't even made it to NBA Finals. Hadn't even made it to a Western Conference Finals until he got to Phoenix. He then made an NBA Finals, obviously, and stunk out. And if we're being honest, he's fallen short in many a playoff. Mm-hmm. <coughs> many a playoff series, a team has relied on Chris Paul and he, he hasn't even showed up because of his ability or the fact that he was injured. Happens often. It's true. Then he said, what about Russell Westbrook? You're like, do you think Russell Westbrook is a better point guard than Chris Paul? You know, my head, I'm like, how can you say that? Russ has an MVP. That's what I was just about to say. Russ went to a finals at the age of 22, 23 with OKC. Facing the LeBron-led Miami 100, 100%. Russ has, Russ has averaged a triple-double for a season, for multiple seasons. Mm-hmm. When has Chris Paul ever done that? So... I don't like the fact that, and this is coming from a Clippers fan as well, I don't like the fact that Chris Paul's on this bullshit store of being an old, bitter old, 38-year-old man throwing elbows at 23-year-olds. It's embarrassing, in my opinion, especially because you're losing the game. Mm. So that was the other angle. Obviously, the team scuffle a little bit and people holding people back. If Rodney was here, I'm sure he'd be talking about campaign, barking barking in people's ears. Cameron Payne. Oh, my god. CJ McCollum said it perfectly at the end of the game. If you don't want us to dunk the ball, get back on defense. That's it. My guy? Get back on defence. Like, you were taking the shot. So you're allowed to take the shot, not but, sportsmanship. But because I'm winning, I can't take the shot. Do you know what I mean? Like, why is this rule even there? And secondly, like you said, sportman- sportsmanship comes two ways. Like, I'm, I'll am i be so real. And you've hit the nail on the head with multiple things. You can't expect to have sportsmanship, Phoenix Suns, mm-hmm. when you're not giving out sportsmanship yourself. Mm-hmm. You are the team that is... Going and facing other players, chatting shit, stepping over players, like, and it's consistent. Mm-hmm. Like, you literally had your leader in your dressing room dish out for no reason. Yeah. Alvarado just casually jogging a, back yeah, on defense. Boom. Friend elbows. And it's like, you know, Alvarado didn't, like, he didn't, you know, some players might hit it, go on the floor. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't do, he do nothing. He didn't do that. And you're looking at it like, so you. In that same game, I'm happy to dish out elbows, but you're unhappy if someone's dunking it mm-hmm. when the game's over on both sides. You need to fix your priorities. 100%. Adam Silver, you should you should have Chris Paul should have even been suspended or fined for that bullshit. You should have. You should have like, like, just the facts. Because you can't keep getting away with it. And if you, you've said it, like Chris Paul, I don't know if it's because he's the um He's play, not anymore, but he was. He yeah. was the players association, the the, the leader and, and I don't know if he's got a face that Actually, gets he away with because you know, like some even it happens in football. Some players, just like Fernandinho, was oh, a prime. Some players can get away with everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Chris Paul. I don't know if it's the face or if it's his status, but how? And to me, I'm so happy because I can't stand the Suns. Like even oh, yeah. I even watched their lovely defeat. Who did they recently lose to? Oh wait, the Rockets. That was it yesterday. Mm-hmm. But I need to talk about this Mavs. Yeah. Because obviously this was last week. Mm-hmm. But. But this was tasty and we ain't recorded. Luka got it back in blood. Back in blood. And like, the thing is, it's like, it's to me, it's, it, 
sons are not it's not looking good bro <laughs> like you're looking at them you're like you're holding the same smoke dishing mm-hmm. out smoke l's mm-hmm. to the mavs like when they're facing the pelicans it was a number one number two you're looking at yeah like the pelicans are like the, the first it ain't been number one for a while it's their best ever start to a season duh, 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 duh. phoenix Suns should be like you know what? we've been a number one seed for near enough the best team in the west for the last two seasons get off mm-hmm. that didn't happen and it happened twice you got you held that l twice and it's the manner of these l's like you're saying we're talking about you getting blown out by double digits throwing elbows and squab- i'm squabbling at the end of a game because of a dunk let, 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 just look, i'm looking at your laptop from here yeah in in three games phoenix played dallas boston and the pelicans they lost by double digits on all of them mm-hmm. the worst one coming uh was against the um celtics where they lost by 27 seven points Jeez, I'm br- like we're talking, and these are like <clears throat> obviously playoff teams who were there last year, and you know the competition. It's not looking, it's not looking great for the Suns right now. No, the Suns have lost six of, have lost seven of their last eight. Sorry, one, they two, lost three, four, five, well. six, seven. That. Yeah, they've lost seven of their last lost eight. To the Rockets twice. Um, <clears throat> so let's move on to the second game now. So obviously, um, second game comes along now, and it's a much closer game. Mm-hmm. It's a much closer game. Um. To the point at which it goes to overtime, and one thing I w- and do you know what Chris Paul hit a, hit a big shot. I big think, shot, tied the game. I think he forced it to overtime, right? Yeah, he t- tied the game. Yeah. When when the overtime period kind of started, yeah, I was like, okay, this is this close. I actually watched this game, but then Chris Paul came back on his bullshit. He shot a three, stuck his leg out, hoping to get. I saw that, and the ref it. the ref did call a foul on Zion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he called a foul on Zion. Chris Paul shooting shooting three free throws. Yep. Willie Green challenged. No, I don't think he had to. I think it was the last two minutes, so he didn't have to challenge anyway. But a challenge got put in, basically, and they reviewed it. Like, you know what? Nah, bro. Chris Paul swung his leg out. Chris Paul got his sixth foul, fouled out of the game. The the, Pel- the Pelicans go on to win the game. And, again, it's, it's crickets. It is quiet for the Suns right now. <clears throat> in my personal opinion, bro, because... I haven't always disliked you. In the when you guys were doing what you're doing in the bubble, that I had a lot of respect. Exactly. A lot of respect for that Phoenix team. Even the first year when you made it to the finals, I had a lot of respect for you guys. Even though a lot of the teams that you were you were beating, you know, were injured or whatever. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. I have respect for you guys. Like you're a young team. You got the the right player and a point guard to come and really like help you guys reach your full potential, which I thought I felt like at the time you had done. But it's just gone sour from there, man. Ever since you got your, you you lost to to Milwaukee, it just hasn't been good for you. Going back to the playoffs last year against Dallas, where you you're the favourites going into that series, regardless of what anyone says, you are the number one seed in the East. Yeah, for you to now fall from fall from grace again, <laughs> and 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 get bumped up by the Mavericks, that's one thing. But to then play them in a regular season again, lose that game, you're now losing to pretty much any notable, notably good team that you're going up against. And I think you have to start addressing things. Um, I saw DeAndre Ayton say something about how. Oh, the teams we're seeing on, on, on film are not the same teams that we're playing against. They're playing much harder against us in real life. Cause you're talking mad shit, bro. Mad shit. <laughs> teams do not like you, innit? Yeah. I'm not saying that. Oh, they're they're like, oh yeah, no, we gotta go extra hard against these guys. But I guarantee you, the second they start hearing people chirping and stuff like that, they're like, nah, it can't be, it can't be. And it's it's cause it's everyone on the team as well, innit? I just think I think for Phoenix, you need to. We said it before. You need to humble yourselves. Humble yourselves, be careful about what you're doing because you you might not make it back, you know? 
in a lifetime that you have Devin Booker, but you might not make it back. The biggest issue I've got with the Suns is they were someone that was so accustomed mm-hmm. to just being a horrible regular season Terrible. team. And even seeing them there, any sort of play-in or play-off was absolutely absurd. Mm-hmm. Kudos to you. You've got, like you said, to your Western Conference Finals and you've been the number one seed. But I just feel that has that that's, that's given this team the right to talk. And you've not won anything. No. Like, you have not won anything. You think lifting up these Western Conference final trophies, or that one, trophy, trophy, singular, yeah. singular and getting to the Western Conference final last season again is a bloody trophy. You, It's not, it's not the chip. Like, I feel like that's enabled them. They didn't even make the Western Conference Finals last year. I'm even chatting <laughs> shit. <laughs> they even make oh it my year. gosh. So you're still coming on this smoke. You've made one Western Conference Finals in the best part of 15, 20, since Steve Nash. Yeah. You've made one Western Conference Finals slash one NBA Finals since Steve Nash. Yeah. Like, you have no right to talk, bro. At all. Like, shut up and just try... Like the thing, like you said, you've gone. The only gone, time I ever say shut up and dribble. This is the only time I ever. Only say time it. because I'll be real. You've gone in the space of three years. Everyone's gone from liking this team to absolutely hating this yeah, team. Yeah, man. And like any time, like me and my brother, they lost. We went and watched the highlights. And he said, <laughs> like this is how much we don't like you, bro. I need, bro. To, see, I need to see what happened here. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And like I found it hilarious. Yeah, was it? Um, yeah, yesterday. Oh my gosh. So, so, so. I'm not sure if you saw the, the, the box score or whatever, mm-hmm. but my wow. favourite my favorite stat. Wow. It's one of my favourite stats of the whole season. So Booker's been out. Cool, isn't it? So, like, we're seeing, obviously, other players take more shots, get the mantelpiece, da-da-da-da. So the team shot 32% yesterday. 30, from field. From field. 33 yeah. out of 103 attempts. From three points... Shooting, they shot 13 from 51, which is 26%. My favourite player of the night, Mikel Bridges. Four from 24. Shooting shooting tour dates in April. Absolutely (laughs) disgusting. Four from 24. Absolutely disgusting. (laughs) Two from 10. Oh, who is that? Dodger Ayton? No, no, no. That's that's Mikel Bridges. Four from 24. Two from 10 from three. Two from 10 from three. DeAndre Ayton actually got two for ten. Shamit was five for thirteen. It's a cold night in October, bro. <laughs> Chris Paul five for seventeen. This is Oof. horrible. How are you shooting thirty two percent, and you're there claiming to be the best in the West? Yeah, they like I said, they need to humble themselves, isn't it? Because them losing those that that first game to the Pelicans meant the Pelicans were not, were the number one team in the oh, world right now since that game since that one game yeah where the Suns would have been number two they're now the fifth seed in the West mm. it's and and the Clippers are right behind them they have one more win but one one more loss so they are two point five games equally behind the number one seed like it's it's very just simple, like very, that very, just like that's what I'm just saying just like that that's what I'm saying like do you not ever think especially this West this is what we, we predicted at the beginning of the season it would be because there's so much talent and like it's mm-hmm. so good this year everybody will beat everyone but as soon as you go on a winning streak you're right in the mix you go on a losing streak you, you're, you're pissed and like you said you've gone from what a week ago the first seed to what sixth mm-hmm. sixth in a week mm-hmm. like if you keep losing yeah, you could go on another f- you can even Go what three and five, or even four and six in your next ten. That like it could be curtains. They're they're two point five games behind the first seed. They're also two point five games behind the tenth seed. This is it. 
This is what I'm saying. It swings in roundabouts. You're one loss away or two losses away from being tenth. Or two you're, wins you're away from beg- me. You're begging for play. Oh, obviously, it's still early in the very end of early. season. But these things, in my opinion, do matter in it. And I think the Suns are showing early, <laughs> early in the season that they haven't changed. They're the exact same team team that they were when they lost to the Mavericks. And you know, it's it's kind of sad to see. I feel like at this point, I have to look at Monty Williams and be like, bro, patting your team a little bit. Like, come on, they apart from Chris Paul, everyone else is still under twenty. Six twenty-seven years old. I think Devin Booker's twenty-five, twenty-six now. You know, you got you got to shake them brothers and be like, "Listen, you guys ain't done shit yet. We still got a lot more that we we plan to do, we hope to do." And <laughs> like Georgia Aiton said, people are 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 showing up to on game day, ready to to play the best possible they've ever played against these guys because they dislike them. It's straight facts. Like you have to understand this. The NBA. Is a tight circle. Mm. There's not many players that are playing in the NBA compared to the amount of bloody basketball players or leagues there are in the world. So you feel dissing like an Alvarado, someone that's got a lot of respect for his story. We don't know who his connections are, but he might have a boy <laughs> in Houston Rockets. I don't know. Let's just say, for argument's sake, Mr. Sengun, because I like your name. Yeah, that might be his boy. He might say, "Yo, Jalen Green, I." He dissed my boy, he elbowed my boy, you know, we're going off. I'm not saying that it stems from that, but you don't know all, every because they diss, they're, they're going at so many people. Yeah. And, and remember, the NBA is a tight circle. It's not just their teams when they face them again. It's other teams that are probably saying, yo, nah, like these look chat shit. Like, can't we just do their dance? Also, it's a, it's a very similar thing to what happened to Alonzo Ball when he came into the NBA. When his dad was talking all this shit about him, mm-hmm. how good he was going to be, how he was the best point guard. And every point guard took it personally. Every time they went, and it made it made his first year a tough year, man. He, obviously, his dad is saying he's going to be the greatest ever, better saying than Michael better Jordan, than, better than Steph Curry and stuff mm. like that. So, I just think you guys need to reassess what you're really doing here and understand that, as much as you know, we're we're talking about a very short period of time and stuff like that. Everything can change so quickly for you guys, isn't it? And yeah. it would it would be a shame to see the Suns have to start. Making big moves. I, I think I still think Dunja Ayton's on the trade block for them. They just aren't allowed to trade him yet. Yeah, that's. But what I think from 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 ja- I think it's January like thirtieth or something like that. Maybe February. Yeah, I think it's February. Yeah, I'm, not, yeah I think, I'm pretty sure it's yeah, February yeah. though. From from whenever they're allowed to believe they're going to look into trading him. Believe they're going to look into trading him. So, I think I think with everything being said in Phoenix, they need to just get back to playing good basketball and being quiet and being humble in it. Like. Oh, he can't be traded until January the 15th, yeah. 2023. Yes. So <laughs> believe, that's, believe, that's a month. <laughs> they're going to be calling up phones around that time, just seeing what's going on. Yeah, so speaking of trades, you see another segue. Bro, oh, that was, that was, Rod, was, take notes. Bro. Take notes, bro, from your sickbed. That <laughs> was unneeded. I'm moving like, come, hello, I need this yeah, that shot. Was, that was deep. <laughs> that was so deep. Um, yeah, speaking of trades, actually. So... I might drop a couple teams and see what you're saying with trades because mm-hmm. I got I got a couple ideas for trades and these are not going to be a bit random. So I'll start with the Raptors. Trades that they could make. They could make, and then we'll go into who they're linked with afterwards. Okay, and these are to acquire or to get rid of. Both. Okay, if I'm Toronto, I look at what I'm getting from Scotty Barnes, what I'm getting from Pascal Siakam. And I say, I don't really want Pascal to keep playing the five. I want to see if I can bring in uh, a big man that can, you know, be athletic, make a difference. I look at 
a team like Detroit, and this is just off the top of my head because I play TK too much. I look at a team like Detroit who have a plethora of big men, and I say they drafted a guy this year in Jalen Duran who we haven't seen a great deal of. And I've seen the Detroit run lineups of Duran and Stewart together, and I don't like it. I think it's messy. I think they're just doing it because you know they have two bigs that they have to play. I would probably look at maybe acquiring uh, Jalen Duran and seeing what I can do with that. On the other end, I think I I I understood that OG might not be the happiest. Mm. Um, so maybe it's, it's a move to try and try and uh, you know get rid of OG. A lot of people are saying, speaking of Toronto, a lot of people are saying that Shea is potentially going to go back home, you know, back to Toronto, be back at the Raptors, um, and and leave OKC, which I still don't believe because I think I think they're not going to even think about moving him until Chet plays for at least one season anyway. It's a bit premature. But that's definitely something to look at because I know uh, Van Fleet has not been as good as they would have hoped he would have been this year. Yeah, I think... Was that close? Yeah, I mean, I, I like to give or take. Like You're looking at the players and even looking at salaries here. Mm. I mean, Gary Trent's on a, a 17 and a half million, 17.5 million player option, Damn. which is a lot. Yeah. Um, Chris Boucher is 11.5 million... Pl- um, option that he's on mm-hmm. um, you've got Malarkey Flynn on, on a free year deal then you've got um, Keem you know that's not his name Malaki Malaki Malakai Malaki 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 <laughs> I apologise Malakai why did I say Malaki Malaki you're going to be called today Malaki Flynn uh, but you're looking at who they're linked to I think obviously Jakob Polto is I don't understand why but I think they're was looking he, to he was already there he was, and he went to San Antonio. They're that trying to get him back. Trade. Yeah, they're trying okay. to get him back. So he's like the prime one. I think they're they're looking for. But I think you you can really see. I think the big issue with the Raptors is, I mean, is, is the lack of size. Really, I mean, mm. you can't keep having Siakam play the five. Six nine centers are just like I I get we play small ball in it, but I think Siakam's best position is the four in it. I think he might have mismatches against fives, but same, you don't want him defending fives. And I think that's the issue, isn't it? I mean, mm. it's. As a team, you want to make it as difficult for other teams to score on you, and you're shooting yourself in the foot if you've got a six-nine player playing that set every single game. It's going to be long when guys like Embiid and Jokic come into town, come into your your building, anyway. But again, you don't want a repeat of what just happened in Golden State, where Miles Turner dropping twenty-one points in it. And it's like to me, you can get good bigs, and it's not even have to be centers, but like power forwards, like some some really just good, solid, strong bigs. A lot of men would move Siakam. I might even say mm. he's, a, he's a good... At the centre position, it's a liability. For, to have it the whole season, expect... I don't know what you expect that to be. So they, they, have, to, they, have, to, they have to improve that. But I, I am seeing that they're um, looking at Jakob Polto, Malik Beasley, um, Clarkson, mm. Grayson Allen, Monte Morris, Eric Gordon are some of their targets. I think, I think a lot of what you'll find anyway is that the the only real potential players they could bring on bring in are either teams that are tanking or teams that are like blowing it up in it. Mm. So the San Antonio that you mentioned, Utah, who I think, you know, definitely realised we need to be a bit worse than we have been. Yeah, far they're far too good at the minute. Yeah, yeah. Some of those guys. I know uh, Milwaukee have been have been shopping Grayson Allen for a little while. Mm. Um even though I've seen him play quite well for them to be honest. 
Um, and then, yeah, I think Washington just realised it hasn't worked out still again. And again, with Eric Gordon. Similar. Bro, he's, he's been at Houston for way too long. Far too long. I don't even, I, I even forget he's still there because yeah, so everyone else has moved from that team. So do I. That was part of that team. And I think their needs are like that half-court creation and just finishing from a, like lob, lob finishing bigs. Or, mm. So they do need to improve that. But I think Toronto are on a bit of a... He spoke about the Suns being in that two and a half, two point five games away from the top, two point five games away yeah. from from that play. I'm not gonna generalize generalize it based off where they are in the in the East. Mm-hmm. If I am correct, it is. But I just believe they are so mid in the East. They need to do something to really elevate and give themselves that push. Toronto are currently thirteen and fifteen at the tenth seed. There we are. So yeah. I wasn't far off what yeah. I was. I was. I was saying anyway. They to me that 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 danger of of just slipping away. Yeah. And you're seeing a lot of teams in the East find form. I think the Nets are, are, are one of the prime ones that you're seeing really get a bit of form. You're seeing them really come out of their shell. And I'm seeing Toronto, who were a bit here and there, more go into that there. They're falling down. And I don't really see how they're going to stay with this team. When we were doing the pod at the beginning of the season or the preseason, I said that Toronto are going to slip just because of the fact that everyone else has gotten better and they are not one of those teams that have done that. They, they, they're they not, not... I'm not going to say developing players or anything like that. But they're not bringing in anything new or adding contributing anything to the to the team. They keep running back the same yeah. the same core of the team, and it's not good enough, in it. Like we've seen Siakam and Van Fleet disappear in playoff time before. Scotty Barnes is still a young player. If I'm Toronto, I can't lie. I'm tra- I'm trading both Van Fleet and Siakam. They're great, good players and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, when you say, are they good enough to win me a championship again? No, they're not. Let's just be honest, they're not. It was it was fine when you had Kawhi and Lowry was better and Siakam was like the two slash th- third option, but mm. him being the number one option on on a team is a bit, I don't know. So yeah, I I think now saying that I think Toronto might have to reassess what they're doing at the end of the season and say, are we gonna go all in and try and, try and bring in a superstar or are we gonna blow it up and rebuild around Scotty Barnes and you know do everything through the draft again? But do you think it's worth trading away? Van Fleet, yeah, and or Siakam, yeah, because I don't want to pay. I don't want to keep paying paying guys 40, 35, 40 mil a year for us to to be a, attempts at a playing yeah, team, and yeah. that, that's at best. What are we is. what are we doing with that as well? Isn't it? Like, mm. let's say they get through the playing, they're the number the eighth seed. They're they're playing Boston or Milwaukee. <laughs> What's happening there? Nothing really. It's isn't so it? true, so, isn't it? Yeah, so, you've, you've got to break it down. The logic. So you're I, not going to do anything. I, I've I've said this so long. Isn't it? You either have to be really really good. And you're a top four seed, or you have to be really, really bad and be a bottom four seed in, in in your conference because those teams that just lurk around the middle for years and years and years, they just waste players' primes. They waste a lot of money paying people going into luxury tax for no real reason as mm. well, isn't it? You know, just just you either have to be active and make trades, free agency. If you're not a free agency destination, the draft is everything. So that's something. They, and they hit on Scotty Barnes. They hit on Scotty Barnes, mm. but he, it's just an unfortunate situation where. They hit on Scotty Barnes and they were good enough too quickly. Yeah. So they, now they could have done with getting another another player in, in last year's draft. And I think that's that's probably why I think your answer makes sense because you're looking at it is they're not bad enough to be one of the worst in no, the league. But they're not. They're nowhere near. But they're nowhere near good yeah. enough. So they're just in the middle. So I feel you, you're not. I don't really see how you're gonna get there. Mm-hmm. You might as well just go back there mm-hmm. and start again and then start rebuilding. Scotty Barnes is still young, man. You, mm. You're going to have him for, for... This is only his second year in the league. You're going to have him for another six, probably two two more years after this one and then he'll probably sign a four or five-year extension. So you've got him for another six, seven years. 
after this season, in that time, you can you can make a lot of moves to get a lot a lot of players. And I'd say this this upcoming draft, there's a few guys that I think would see. I think Toronto need to target a point guard. Mm-hmm. I Are think you going to say Scoot would? I'd be perfect, but I, I don't. I don't Obviously, that they're, would they're him being too in it. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. but just just out of hundred percent. Yeah. Nick Smith, another 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 mm. guard. I just think you need you need more. Um, aggressive scorers because I think I don't know what's going on in Van Fleet I don't know if he's been injured or what but he's just not not as aggressive as he once was yeah and it's I think for Van Fleet it's tough when he's come from obviously undrafted I think he's the is he the first undrafted all-star I, can't, I don't know he's got a mad it, stat I think it was did Siakam get drafted because I thought him and Siakam because they were both all up in the G League beforehand so I, I know I don't know if, I think Van Fleet might have that that also I don't know it's either yeah. that I think it might be, but Van Fleet has done well, very, very well from where he's come and to be able to be, to get to where he is and obviously being on a, on, a, on a really good contract for him financially from where he came from, credit, especially when he wasn't, uh, he was he was undrafted. But you have to also look at... No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it is Van Fleet. Yeah. Van Fleet. I think you have to look at what the next steps are for this team and this roster and I just look at it, I'm a bit like... Yeah, there's there's not much you can really do. I think that this team has had its peak. I mean, you saw everyone have their best seasons with Kawhi, like you said, with Lowry being there, mm-hmm. winning that chip. You can't ask for more, and you have to start getting that new blood, new gen. And I think they've got they have to. But it's I, to me, it's tough because I don't know how they could facilitate to just blow everything up. I don't I don't know how that would sit with a Scotty Barnes or some of the the other people that still believe that. Toronto have a good enough squad to kind of make a make noise, but I think if you if you analyze it from our view, it's not yeah, it's, it's, it's might as well blow it up. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna give you another team. Uh, yeah, we go Chicago, my brother's team. Mm. Now they are in a tricky situation. Mm. A very, I mean, tricky, yes, but similar situation to to Toronto, if being obvious, of just being a mediocre team. I don't understand. No, I do. That's a lie. Lonzo not playing has been a massive, massive deal for mm-hmm. for Chicago. Them not having, you know, their the distributor to make he he really was. I I see now the glue for that team. They are not the same team without him at all. Um, they're currently the eleventh seed in the East. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Fucking hell, eleventh seed in the East. They're pretty much tied for wins with Washington at twelve. You look at like what they really have going forward, they don't have a great deal. Um DeMar DeRozan is 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 um he, I don't think he's doing anything bad or anything. It's just not working. V, they they should have moved uh Vucevic last year. Yep. Um I think I get it they wanted to to test the how good they'd be in the playoffs and stuff like that, but it hasn't flourished into anything. I think Zach Levine's slightly regretting re signing there now. Um, saying I could have gone to LA, and I then at the time LA was not looking looking good, and I mean Chicago, you they were looking pretty. It was looking promising. More, yeah, yeah, that's the word. It, it promising. did. It did look more. Yeah, he said promising than LA. But yeah, not right now. I can't lie. I'd rather be a Laker than a, than a Chicago Bull right now. Oh yeah, we, I think we've got the same record, but I think it all speaks for itself, really. I mean, you look at the manners, and obviously of both teams you're looking at the dominate and, you, and I, I always said it in the beginning of the pod like some of the losses have just been down to us inability to get rebounds inability mm-hmm. to close games but the Bulls the Bulls haven't been good 
Like it's it's been bad. And like they went and I think they beat the Mavs by must have been like thirty or forty. It was a crazy blowout. Mm. But outside of that, they're just losing to everyone. Anyone and everyone. And it's and it's like you said, it's the Rosen will show up, then Levine will show up, and then the Rosen will have a good game. Vuj will have a good game. Levine will have a horrible game. Mm-hmm. There's nothing really going on. And you're looking at um, Levine as well. Like last year, it was a bit Levine. Well, they both started, didn't they, in the East? I mean, for the for the um, All Star game. So Levine and DeRozan were at that level where I was like, like it, to me, Lonzo probably Lonzo's injury probably derailed them from getting a higher seed, which was uh, avoided them playing the Bucks in the first round if he was fit. This year. It just doesn't like the Caruso's not working. Everything's not working. Yeah, and I don't re. I understand why to an extent, but this bad in the East, which is very competitive as we know, but below some, like you said, you just mentioned Washington to have the same record as Washington is not good. Yeah, it's and not good. Them not having their own first round pick as well is gonna fuck them up as well. Mm. I think Portland might have their pick. I can't remember I who has the pick. And then um, Orlando through Vuj. I know Vuj, through the Vuj trade, they gave up, gave up quite a few Maybe picks. Maybe Orlando have their pick. I, I think it is Orlando two. anyway. One of them has their, has their pick anyway. I mean, Yeah, they don't have their first round draft pick for this year. And you look at what they need. I mean, Vuj is on a 22 million contract. Yeah. 22 million contract. And I think Caruso obviously is on a, a nine, nine and a half mil. Kobe White's on a seven and a half mil. Patrick Williams, 8.5. And DeRozan's on a two year, 28 mil. But, they really need some wing depth. I mean, they're very, very, very... Which is weird to say because you think of who their two best players are and they're both wings. You're like, you guys need wing depth, but then you look at their bench and it's guards. Mm. Strictly guards. I don't I don't know who they're back... Who, I think it's Javonte, Javonte Green. Yeah. He's coming off the bench, who I think is only like 6'4 anyway. He's very small anyway. So he's not... Yeah, he's he, not... He's not what I'd like to see in like a, a wing off the bench. I need someone at least like 6'6". Six, six. You can play between, you know, the two and the three. And they need some three-point scoring. Like, they've really lacked that this year. And you're looking at a team that... Uh, they weren't excellent from the mm. three last mm. year, but they were much more efficient than they are now. I mean, let me try and find out where they are. In, in three-point shooting? Mm. I think if I had to decide what kind of moves I want to see them make... Um, I'm a really big fan of blowing shit up, I can't lie. I just... I don't, I don't, I see the league as it's a place where either you're one of the top teams or you're you're just, a, or one of the top teams, one of the bottom teams, or you're just wasting your time. Mm. And I think the worst, worst case scenario, you could be like the 11th seed, to be honest, because then you don't even have like top 10 odds to get a, to get a pick, um, to get a top pick, sorry. And you're just floating around that area where you're getting guys, most likely teams, gonna end up, you're going to end up taking a risk on a player saying, oh, he might be really, really good as opposed to playing it safe and just getting someone who you know is going to be good but doesn't have a crazy ceiling. Um, I would definitely move uh, Vujovic. Yeah. Like, I, I think he's a good player and he can be serviceable on so many different teams. Um, that's a big contract he's on, 22 mil. That's, but it's, it's only a one, he's only got one year left. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. Last year. This is his last year. I, I can't lie. I'll... I'll I'll talk to, um, I'll talk to the Lakers. I'll talk to them and say you guys need a big. He can rebound. For that 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 contract is crazy though. It's what one year is that's that's perfect. 
The Lakers are currently playing <clears throat> Pat Bev eight mil. I reckon they could they could find another ten because I, I it will even out about if if you put another ten mil worth of contract in anyway. Pat Bev Kendrick Nunn that's probably thirteen mil alone. Mm-hmm. You could make it work to go and get yourself Vooch because I think you know I do word yes they go and get DeRozan but you definitely if you can't pay Vooch you definitely cannot pay. Vooch. No 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 you definitely can't. So yeah. and I know DeRozan's contract isn't even bad. I think he's on like twenty twenty eight two years. Not bad. Mm. Not bad at all. But I just don't think they'll be able to make make the money make sense. Um, if I'm Chicago, I say, cool, we've just extended Zach Levine. Lonzo's in a bit of a no-man's land in terms of we don't know when we're going to see him play basketball again. Most likely not this season with all his knee injuries. You've got a young player in Ayo Desimo. Um you, you, You're either training Vuc- Vucevic and DeRozan and saying we're going to have to start again, which I don't think will work just because Zach Levine was there when you guys weren't good as well. Mm. I think there's a bit of pressure there. They've kind of put themselves in a tough position because they started paying people. Um, I think Vucevic is the first player to go and I say you either get yourself draft capital which is if I'm saying obvious you either get yourself draft capital or you try and get a like a like for like just for a lesser contract um, in a big man I'd look at someone like Atlanta and go get Clint Capella mm. um, you know a, a reliable like 12 and 15 player a night you know, that's the kind of numbers that he's putting out, 12 points, 15 rebounds a night. He'll block some shots as well. He's like, he's more athletic than Vucevic as well. So I think I think that one would be uh, a benefit. But also, if you're talking about them adding wing depth, I mean, I don't, I, off the top of my head, what team has a lot of like wings in their team? I mean, I think you, the obvious we always look at is, um, I think Minnesota have quite a few. Yeah. I mean, they've, they've moved a couple in that trade for... Um, yeah, they trade away. Is that like Utah? The, the go, go Bear trade. Go Bear trade, yeah. Yeah. Um, they they moved quite a few in there, but they've still got quite a few. I think. Yeah, okay, so so you said a really good one actually. In you mentioned Minnesota and Utah, I think Chicago should go and look at getting themselves Malik Beasley. Me, me, Beasley in return yeah. for Vucevic, get a draft pick in return, and just ride out Vucevic's contract for the rest of the year, mm. and then just let him go to free agency, and that, that way you've gotten yourself a first round draft pick. For, for 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 nothing, for nothing really, really it's yeah. not it's not hurting you at all. You can even give him Jordan Clarkson as well mm. to make the money make even more sense. And I think obviously that would be Chicago getting their wings back in return, uh, and also freeing themselves. The only thing is they need they need a center to replace him. That's the issue, and it needs. That's why, it's like you said, someone like Clint, Clint Capella mm. would be great. But I think you're looking at um, like team rebounds per game. And Chicago are bottom. I told bro, bro, like he's not, he's not in there to go to get a rebound. He? He's like they're at six point six. Yes, they're bottom uh, for the team rebounds per game, and you're looking at the teams at the top in Memphis, Detroit, as you can see, Clippers, Houston, Indiana, Milwaukee, Dallas. You're seeing Chicago right at the bottom. I mean, you can see they need where their needs lie, isn't it? And I think Chicago are a team that are are. Very, a bit like Toronto, but a bit worse than Toronto. Yeah. Because Toronto, at least, they have Scotty Barnes. they've got a Scotty Barnes. They've got a young piece that they can look towards the future. You've just paid your what you thought your future would be. And I don't know. Like, Zach gives me that kind of vibe. Like, if he's not on it, he'll, he'll rather go out. Do you oh, know what yeah. I mean? Like, that's where the rumours are coming. I'm seeing rumours of him being somehow linked with us. Like... <sighs> If you guys have money, I don't... To be fair, you, you'll have 30 million cap space. Yeah. End of the season. End of the season, yeah. 
But the issue I'm, I, I, I've got right now is the fact that, like, why is his head already turned? Like, why are you not, why is your head not focused and saying, you know, we're 11 and what, 15? Turn, they, they still can turn They could turn this well. around, like, you could make this a service, but I feel like it's, it's, everything that's coming out of Chicago is negative. Mm -hmm. I'm hearing negative stuff about Billy Donovan, and, and, and it's not, like, to me, they're not in the worst situation for it to be so negative. So it's like, why don't you guys get your heads down, mm. try and get a couple wins, and figure this shit out? Because you're, your good side, we saw that last year, just make it work, innit? Yeah, yeah, I agree. <clears throat> I agree. Give me give me one more. All right, we'll go one more. Oh, this one. You know what? No, let's do two more. Because the last one is, last one's a blockbuster one. We'll go for the Mavs. Dallas Mavericks. Trade Luka. <laughs> <laughs> He's the first of his five-year extension, so... Yeah, he, he ain't going nowhere. He ain't going nowhere. Um, if you're Dallas, what? And I've said this so many times, sitting in this very seat, on this very podcast before. What can you put around Luca that will complement? That Luca will be able to complement, as opposed to you having talent and not really playing them right now. So they, oh, right that's another team that's very wing heavy. Okay, yeah, they yeah. do have a lot, but I think they're all very mid wings. Well, yeah. To be honest. Um, but right now you've got Christian Wood coming off the bench who's going to start starting now because Maxi Kleber got injured um, unless uh, Javon McGee starts starting which will be out outrageous in my opinion but whatever yeah. um, you say to yourself I've got a ball dominant guard who takes the vast majority of my shots um, what's something I could probably get to, to help him out Dallas claimed they put shooters around him but we've, we've seen Reggie Bullock do fuck all in the playoffs We've seen uh, Dorian Finney-Smith have terrible games as well. I don't think Tim Hardaway Jr. has proven himself to be like a consistent enough uh, like option to really do that. Christian Wood is now the number two option in that team. I say if you've got Luca, a ball dominant guard, Christian Wood, uh, a stretch big really. I say you need to get yourself a proper lockdown defender. And I think you go and look at a team like Toronto who are looking to offload or potentially offload uh, OG and say that's someone who I think would be able to come in. He's not going to require a great deal of shots. It's not going to take away from Luca's production. I was also saying, you're defending the best player on any given night. And I think that would work for Dallas. I think that's that's probably what they need as well, to be honest. Um, I think they've relied on guys like Finney Smith, who's a good defender, but not a great defender, to kind of take up that position. And it hasn't really worked out for them much. OG can also shoot threes as well. Again, he's not a Steph Curry type sniper, but we're talking about a legit 3 and D player who is better than anyone else they already currently have. I like I, I like that kind of idea for a move. Um, outside that, it's tough though, man, because without being like, I'm not trying to always be hypercritical of Luca, but without being completely honest, there's not a lot of guys you can say, yeah, join that team. And I'm talking about like, like fringe stars we're talking about here that say, oh, go join that team and we'll have the same production on Dallas that they have at their current team, isn't it? Mm. And... Uh, Dallas, they score enough points. They actually do score enough points. And they just need to stop the other team from scoring. And to make up for, you know, some of the deficiencies they do have defensively. So I would definitely say, go and get yourself OG, man. Especially if he's unhappy in Toronto or wants a bigger role. He could literally like be known as the second star in, in, in Dallas. I think he's got so much to give. Yeah. Like, OG has, to me, I, I, I believe there's, a, there's an extra layer to what mm. OG can become in, in the league. And I feel, I don't know if it's, the environment or it's him but I just don't feel like he's really getting to really maximise 
what he's about. Like his talent is really show what he's about. Mm-hmm. I still believe like he's performing here, but he can get there. And like you're looking at their needs. I mean, it's tough because like you said, Luca, Luca's usage and he's so ball dominant. He does take a lot of the ball, mm-hmm. but they definitely need some a creator outside of him. Someone, but it's tough when he's always on the ball. It's weird to say as well because they still have Spencer Dinwiddie there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And then also, I think, I mean, offensively, it's anything really that you can get on that rebounding. I think they are very, very, very small. I mean, it's very easy to to, to play against them. Cleaver's not a a, a rebounding big in it most no. of the time. Like he's he's more of a perimeter big man. And defensively, I I always felt like he wasn't like a a, a crazy rim protector or anything like that. I think I think yeah, definitely that if. If they're not if they're not gonna go after like a three and D wing to kind of fill in that position, then you'd have to because Christian Wood can play the four as well. I don't th- I don't think it would crazy hurt them to go and get like get themselves a center that can you know rim protect rebound. Yeah, speaking of rebounding, I mean in terms of total team rebounds per game, Dallas are averaging forty seven point eight, which, which is, is the second lowest in the league, which is twenty nine <laughs> out of thirty. So you're you're looking at it and you're it's like you're the issues that Dallas have got I think stems from to me again inefficient and incorrect uh, roster building. I mean to me you've drafted Luca, you know what he's about, you've seen him for a few years, you've given him this max contract to sign. You know the player he is, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So you have to know by now, isn't it? As a as a GM and the team that sit behind and make the trades, you have to know what your superstar is and what his weaknesses and his strengths are. It's going to take up a lot of the ball. So you know, all right, it's very hard to get someone that is going to be, um, that's going to demand a lot of the ball outside of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you have to get people that are really efficient in shooting, mm-hmm. really good rebounding in order to get him back the ball, get the shooting back the ball, and then get some some quality wings. I mean, wing, wing 3 and D, is as efficient. I mean, it's becoming the new three and D from the wings. Three and D's always been there, but I think the modern day wings are the most important people for defense and offense because in the of NBA. Versatility, 100%. Just because of versatility. So I think they're not giving him enough of that. And I think you mentioned the, the Dorian Finney Smiths, the Tim Hardaway Juniors, the, the, the Reggie, Bullocks. Reggie Bullocks. These players are, Weird. they don't really offer this three and D, these really consistent, consistent yeah, wing like shooting or defense where I can say I rely on you mm-hmm. then that I think that's the issue I mean you're talking rebounding you're you're averaging the second lowest in the league and you spoke about Kleber like you have to really construct a roster that can kind of help your superstar get what he needs yeah. because to me look we can sit there and criticize the way Luca plays basketball, how he plays basketball, but it's on your team. Like you should know by now what you're working with, and it should be addressed. I don't understand how, like Dallas haven't by now unearthed or at least traded. There's so many bigs out there, rebounding bigs. I mean, rebounding bigs, I think are are probably more than actually like defending bigs. You know what I mean? Like bigs that can really defend against fellow bigs. Or do you know what I mean? I think rebounding right now, like I've seen Sabonis get 20, 21 and 20 last night. Like, there's, and he's not obviously a rebounding, well, he is. Mm. He is because he's top five in rebounds anyway. Mm. But there's a lot of rebounding bigs that aren't actually defending bigs. You know what I mean though? Where they're not 
their primary target isn't to be amazing on defense. I feel the Mavs aren't horrible defensively. They're just very easy. They make that to me. When you're getting offensive rebounds and you're so low in the rebound department, it's easy to get to score on you. Yeah, yeah. I think I think you're right. I think um. Yeah, if they if 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 Dallas want to continue to be serious, they need to look at bringing in a guy who can work around that. And whether that, maybe it is a big, I don't know. Maybe a shooting big isn't what Luca really needed in Porzingis. He actually needs a pick and roll kind of guy that they can they can just keep running out of him because the the reality is when t- when Luca calls for a pick they they're either switching or doubling him innit? like the other guys always roll into the basket freely most of the time and they roll into the basket freely and I've seen them do it with Kleber a lot of the times but because he's not the offensive threat that you know they actually need it's, it's not as productive as they probably like yeah so I think I think there's there's work to be done there but I think yeah Dallas need to start by addressing their needs. I think we've spoken about teams in a limbo, teams are a bit there. I mean, Dallas have to give something new. I mean, to me, they did well to get to the Western Conference Finals last year. But they overachieved, in my opinion. But they overachieved, and I can agree with that. I think it should have been Phoenix and Golden State. But it is what it is. Mm. Final one, speaking of Golden State, is Golden State. Golden State? I think this is an interesting discussion because I feel it's something that probably needs to get had right now. So, who would you get? Who would you trade? Who needs to be get? Tra- who needs? Who needs to get traded? And yeah, just fire away possible targets. If you targets. ask me what Golden State needs, they need a a, a, a proper center in it, like, offensive big in it. Y- yeah, uh, and I think it's a very similar situation to Dallas. They need a, a pick and roll defender as well. Mm. Like I think I think if they went and got themselves, uh, I feel like I'm going to say his name again, a, a Clint Capella, just off my head. They need someone like Jarrett Allen. Who doesn't demand the ball a lot, mm. but is still able to, you know. I think uh, Miles Turner's one. Wow, very good, very good treachery because Miles Turner can shoot threes. Mm. I don't know what package they'd be able to put together to get Miles Turner, just because without without trading any of their core guys, I don't think the trades can happen. I mean, I'm looking at it's tough because you are right. They haven't got much to play. I'm looking at Wiseman's on 11.5 Wiseman's mil. Wiseman's a guy to go actually, yeah. But it's two years, 11.5 mil. It's they will have to him. Plus Kaminga's on a two-year six-mil option. They won't trade both of them. I they think won't it, trade both. I think if they did a, they did a Jonathan Wiseman, Divincenzo. He's on a four-point-five mil. That's there it. has to be someone else or something. Moses Moody's on three-point-eight. Would from from like a future perspective, it doesn't make sense. Mm. But at the same time, when you look at what Golden State actually needs to con- continue contending, I think Miles Turner can fit a lot of that. He's a great defender. Very good defender. He's very, very athletic as well. Mm-hmm. I think, again, so, someone who doesn't demand a lot of the ball as well, you can then move Looney to the bench. Because you know, your backup centre options are, are minimal. <sighs> the thing... I, I, so, because Wiseman hasn't worked out too great, I don't mind it. And I think Indiana would 100% take back James Wiseman and Modis Moody in the trade. Yes. There's no way they wouldn't take Because back. you're looking at that as second pick 100%. that you can work with young talent yep. like you said Moses Moody really good draft pick from, from last year's draft and, and you can see he's still getting better yeah yeah he's, there's more to him yeah Miles mm. Turner I feel would be an interesting because I think if they if they can guarantee they can extend him maybe yeah I just think even for this season that to me is when I reevaluate it because I wouldn't be surprised to see a Miles Turner there and then all of a sudden, that elevates them to being in that, that latter stage of the playoffs. Yeah, 
And I think it takes a bit of pressure off Draymond as well. Just a lot of pressure. I, to be fair, he get, might get moved out of some lineups, to be honest. Because Marcel is actually a good defender as well. If mm. they went small ball and just played Mar- Turner at the five as he as he does, but then Wiggins at the four. Wiggins, Clay, Steph, and Paul. And Paul, yeah. And Damn. then you legit have five like you can run a five out lineup with five guys who can actually shoot a three. With, but obviously, uh, obviously, would, it, would they do it? They probably wouldn't because you would probably need a Draymond there if to balance they, it out. But if, you can. Yeah. If the money lined up, would they yeah. do Wiseman straight up for Miles Turner? Probably. Oh and yeah. I still think Indiana would take it because they're like. Turner's gone after this year. He's on a one-year contract. He's gone after this year. They've been trying to move him for how long? We could get something back in return that could be a future project. We're not, you're now telling me I have the number two player uh, in my dra- in in the 2020 draft with Jonathan Wiseman. Jonathan Wiseman? James, James Wiseman. James Wiseman. And I still have Tyrese Halliburton, who's from the exact same draft, like four or five picks later. Mm. You have two top, pen, top, two top Be- ten picks. Ben Matherin as well, who they've got. Uh, Nem 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 Hard Nem Hard Nem Hard Some weird saying Nem Hard, but yeah, you you've got Andrew Nem Hard as well. Who who's he, I think he started he started starting for them. So they've yeah, been playing yeah. Halliburton and him together. And him together, yeah, they are. Um, that's not a t- that's not like a that's a very young team. Don't get me wrong. There's still a lot they need to learn. But you know, you're you're talking about building talent uh, and continuing to develop players. That's a great foundation Indiana would have. And I'm I'm sure because I'm not sure what picks Golden State would have. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure they they might be able to swing a Moses Moody out of that as well. If if I was, I'm not sure Golden State would give up both. But I feel in order for them to get a play of Miles Turner's quality, in that aspect, I think they would have to give up a vet. I don't think that's he, what I believe. Though I, I think, think I don't think Moody would go. I'd, I'd, I'd but who who else would you give up if you're Golden State then? Looking across their roster, Jermichael Green, Jermichael Green, isn't it? Yeah, Jermichael Green can go. Um, any any variation of second round picks that they have, mm-hmm. I don't know if they have any first still. They probably do because I don't feel like they've made a great deal of trades. Uh, and realistically, you look at that and you say, if we're good, that draft that first round draft pick is twenty five to thirty. Yeah. I mean, it's not because there's been some really good. They've been hitting as, as, well as we've yeah, yeah, as yeah. we've known over the last few years. Some of the better ones have been twenty five plus. Patrick Baldwin, I forgot they drafted him. He yeah, he can yeah. he can be part of that trade package as well to. To go over to um, Indiana, like I th- if they could avoid giving up both Moody and Wiseman, I think that's a good deal. It's just if the money lines up, money lines up, yeah. But I think John Michael Green. I'm not sure. I think he's on like a oh, he's on he's one one year, one point eight. Yeah, he's on the minimum, so that that doesn't oh. really help. It's probably why. But Moses Moody's only on three point eight. It's tough, but they, it's just yeah, the money would have to line up. I mean, do you reckon they need this? I think they need a stretch for. But I think he needs to be versatile. And stretch forward to play. But the the, the problem I have here is that whatever player you're getting, there's a good chance they wouldn't be, be a starter because regardless of how bad Draymond Green mm. is, they're gonna play him late in in like late game Clutch situations minutes, regardless. Yeah. So you're already they've got five guys: mm. Steph, uh, Jordan Poole, um, Clay Wiggins, Wiggins, and Draymond Green. Like. You 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 need to most likely get a centre man, just because for those times where you don't want to have Draymond on the court for whatever reason, if he's having one two three games with with whatever, or if he fouls out, which he often does, one two three points. Yeah, you got, a, <laughs> you, got <laughs> you got another guy who's 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 just ready to go and lock to load. So yeah, okay. I've got two more actually. Good. Kelly or Ninnick? No, 
No. I get he's having his revenge tour in Utah, trying to prove that he's not shit. But I don't. I, don't, I just. Because I, I believe he he could offer a bit more, well, a, a lot more in offense than. Let's see what he's been doing. But I think he's. I haven't liked def- him. Too no, no. I too I think too. defensively. It's a tough one because I f- I do generally believe he would improve them. The the reason I don't think this is because everyone at Utah right now has inflated stats because mm. there's a l- there's less there in it. Mm. Innett is currently averaging 20, tw- tw- 28.5 minutes, yeah, twelve point nine points, fifty four percent shooting, forty four percent from three, forty four point seven actually, so it's like more like forty five, five uh, rebounds and three point three assists, one point two steals. Like, those are great numbers. You won't for, get those minutes. For though. him, almost career numbers. I didn't know he was in Houston. He had 19 points for the record. He only played 20. Okay. He hasn't played a full season for a while. But, like, bar that one year in Houston, those are career numbers for him. Mm. Like, yes, he's 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 a much better three-point shooter as well. Like, that's that's a good that's a good player that who can fit that exact role that yeah. I was just saying where there's not a lot of pressure on it in terms of he can come in and... You know, be that guy off the bench, or if we want to start him, or or have him play late in game when we need a uh, 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 a shooting big. Then yeah, he would be perfect. But I what still, what am I if I if I'm getting Kelly and Nick, I'm not giving up anywhere near as much as I was just about to give up for Miles Turner. I think that's where the issue lies, isn't it? I think you're looking at in Miles Turner to me, you get everything you need, and then to me, I think in Kelly and you'll get what you want but not what you need. That mm. you, you want this, you want a, a a big that can score, a big that can maybe give you more offense, a big that can give some productiveness on defense. Mm-hmm. But Miles Turner gives it all. Yeah. Gives you exactly what you want. Proper defense, mm-hmm. proper offense, proper rebounding. Like that That to me should be the player. Golden State should find a way. And I, I think that's something that would send waves to the NBA. The thing about Golden State is they ne- they've never been that kind of team to make trades like that. Mm. Like so, I just, I just don't see it happening. Um, would be cool. Would be cool if they would, didn't suck as bad because then it would force some, some some teams to start dropping out of the playoff race, which would be quite interesting to see. But mm. yeah, I'd, I'd I don't know. How about Yakupoto? He's one that's been shopped around quite a lot I at the minute because because he's. San Antonio are clear about Oh, yeah, that's what I mean. San Antonio are doing their best for the, the win. Clear and obvious about the fact that they're trying yeah. to tank. The thing about Pearl is that I don't watch San Antonio. I'm not going to lie to you and pretend to you like I watch San Antonio playing ball. I know what they're trying to do this year. I have zero interest in watching that. I don't know if he solves Golden State's problems from, from a perspective of, is he a shooter? No, but I've, from what I do know, he is having his best shooting. Shooting season, oh gosh, shooting season, <laughs> bloody yeah. yeah, got that out. Um, but I, I again, Is and I, I, I believe he's probably a weaker. But I'm just looking at players that are available yeah. in this current market. I think he's currently injured right now as well. I don't know if that means he is an upgrade on Wiseman and <sighs> yeah, well, obviously. But I, he's a be- much better rebounder. He's averaging twelve point eight. 64% from the field, 9.8 rebounds. Like, 12 and 9 is very nice. Yeah, it, it, it's good. And Six, yeah, he's not shooting a single, he doesn't shoot threes. Okay, yeah, he doesn't, like, z- he hasn't taken a single three. Oh, zero. No, he don't do, he no. Don't do that. But he's still, what's he shooting from the field? 64%, which is very nice. Yeah, which I'm, I've got, I've already, he's, that's his best shooting season. Uh, yeah, 
Yeah, but you, no, it's not. It's Is not. It not? He had, one year at the Raptors, he had 65%. Now, he's oh. taking way more shots than he was in. in yeah, Toronto. so it's like his most shooting, best efficient. Yeah, best, most efficient season. Most yeah, efficient definitely. season. Almost 10 rebounds as well. Which is so, like, yeah, he, he, he would provide an upgrade to what they got, whether it's what they need again. Um, I think it's probably less. Less, I think he's in terms fit of is less, yeah, yeah, less, less, than, less than the Linux, yeah. um, and much less than Turner's. But I just believe Golden State got to explore something, yeah, because yeah, they've struggled a lot on the road, obviously, two and 11 away from home. Yeah, it's not great, mm. so yeah, I think, I think that's that was mainly it, you know, for the for the I, I could go into more, but I think I wanted to finish in that Golden State bombshell because yeah. I think they're a team that's quite interesting and I would be interested to see if they make any any trades because they rarely do uh, make big, big trades during I, the season. I think, I think this year's a bit different to other years where because they've paid everyone who they've, who they've paid, they kind of forced their hand into now, okay, we should probably make the best of the situation. Like, it's not a matter of we should wait. Like, Steph is not getting any younger. Mm. Clay's not getting any younger. Same with Draymond kind of thing. If you're gonna make one more, because I think that I think they've got one more championship push left in them, in like Steph's career. I don't I don't see how they I didn't see it last year to be honest, so they could prove me wrong. But I don't see how they'll be able to put a team together. Really? What you don't think they have that anymore at all? No, I think they. Well, surely how old Steph? Thirty. Thirty-four, I think. Oh. Oh, it's different though. Nah, but mm, it's tough. Let me see. Steph Curry is... It is tough. Steph is 34 years old. 34, yeah. I know he was... Damn. Steph's 34. I know, because so, so he's probably 32, 33. You forget how how old these guys are. Like You just fig- you think Steph's 30, 31. Then, like, even when I asked the question, I was like, wait. Last I remember, Steph was 33. So he's either 33 or 34 now. Clay's that 32. is mental. Draymond's 30. Three, I reckon. You might be right, you know. Draymond's 32. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah. They, you, they've they've probably got one more mass One push. more push, you're oh, right. Quickly, sorry, I just completely forgot. Do you see Draymond got a fan thrown out? Mm-hmm. Do you know what? I'm going to commend Draymond for that just because it's in his nature to act wild and do a lot of things. It would have been very easy for you to run up to that fan say, and get into like a back and forth with him or whatever. But he said the guy said something about like threatened his life or something like that which mm. I understand get that guy out of there ASAP innit I, I, I completely completely understand it innit and it's a little bit of growth I'd hope to see but if Draymond acted out in that mm. instance I'm certain Steve Kerr might have, might have lost his shit there and then completely no he has to because it, he's put a lot of heat and <laughs> negative press I mean <laughs> yeah, he made punched that a lot of heat a bit awkward, it? yeah so but yeah, I think I think that would do it for today, really. Yeah, yeah I think it's been a, a very good episode. You know, discussed a lot and and yeah, went through a lot. Hopefully, Rod's next time you're back with us. Yeah, back with us. Feeling better. Get well and all of that. Hope you know all of you lot are avoiding this this cold weather, this this terrible winter that we're having right now. Honestly, we've gone yeah in the space of about three weeks from about fifteen to eighteen degrees to minus N- negative numbers. Minus, it's been peak. Yeah, man, stay warm, stay healthy, avoid the road, avoid the snow, avoid all of that. Don't make any unnecessary, it's going to, fuck, it's going to rain all of next week. It's Pete. Don't make any unnecessary trips. Yeah. There might be ice. There will be rain. Yeah, it's going to be ice. Jeez, but we'll be back with another one. Uh-huh. But yeah, I want to shout out Cam, obviously. Mr. Cam, anything to, to plug, anything to do, anything to add? Catch, catch us on socials, take it to the rim podcast. 
uh, take it to the pod on other socials. I can't remember which ones it is. That's <laughs> I think it that is. one is on, on yeah. Twi- Twitter, I think. Yeah, take it to the pod. Either way, catch us on socials, interact yeah. with us. Uh, if you have any topics you want us to discuss, let us know. Yeah, we'll be doing some more stuff on Insta. 100%. If you want to come TikTok, on the podcast, yeah, everything, man. Anything, man. We're, we're, we're active out here, innit? I reckon next week will be our last podcast before the new year, most likely. Yeah. Yeah. Next week, we, we, we might we might have to do a quick a quick wrap up episode next year next week. You know. Yeah, next week will be best of twenty twenty two. Yeah, it will. Next week will be our yeah it will be our last episode ahead of before the year, so it'll be good. I mean, we've got a lot to discuss next week. Rods will be back, and yeah, make sure to tune in, listen, Spotify, tell a friend, all of that, all of that. You Spotify, know what to do. Apple Music, Apple Music, SoundCloud, SoundCloud all YouTube. of that. We day are, we day are. Okay. But as I always say. Over and out, baby.